7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood... Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? (laughs) I can apply to so many scenarios nowadays, but uh, welcome to the program. (laughs) Turn up the night. The weekend edition, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly. One minute late, I apologize. Um, Radio for Humans. And, of course, joining me, as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello! Okay, that just took my breath away. (laughs) that, That was inspired. It was. Because I have tried to be that vociferous this week yeah. with all of the news. Just, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, get get Donald Trump over here and we'll tell him that. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program, sir. Joe. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that rant... That rant just took my breath away. See? <laughs> if I've watched that movie once, I've watched it a hundred million times this year. <laughs> That's one of the rare examples of, of a, a sequel actually probably being better than the original. Oh, that that is has some of the greatest moments in movie history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does. Oh yeah. You know. Can I refill your until, egg now for you? Until Give you something to eat. Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. Go ahead, Rand. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. <laughs> God damn it. And it was Cousin Eddie that caused that whole scene with the rant. <laughs> well, he was the one who was prompted by the rant to uh, to uh, uh, go get his Go boss. out and yeah, go out and get, get yeah. nap. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. But Rain, what were you saying? I I just I I I don't know what to say after this week. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I think that that rant, that rant is is what the what is happening? I don't have any deals with Russia. <laughs> I mean, am, except he just, does. Yeah. Is it me or do you guys all hear like the biggest domino? You know when people set up the dominoes mm-hmm. to fall. Like the biggest one in the world, and way off in the distance, I think I hear the dominoes starting to fall. I really yeah. do. Well, mm-hmm. and and you know, Trump and his cult, you know, they think they're really smart. That's too. smart. 
Yes. <laughs> the, an administration of Fredo's, you know? So. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want to spend. <laughs> That's Eric, isn't it? That's all of them. Jesus. That's all. Except of them. Tiffany. Except Tiffany and Baron. Tiffany. Tiffany is currently going to Georgetown Law School. Let us never forget that. And hopefully she She's can, gonna... she can, uh, you know, do Trump v. Trump, where she can, you know, uh, vote to disown him, or you know, uh, oh, not Jesus. vote, a lawsuit to disown him. <clears throat> She's going to do what Jerome Corsi's uh, lawyer did to his mother. <laughs> oh, God. Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman. Yes, Jerome Corsi hired Larry Clayman. Clayman. Oh, my God. Do we, uh, uh, let me see if I have any Larry Clayman audio. Who sued, his, who sued his mother for $50,000. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah. Because... Because she wouldn't repay him fifty thousand dollars for the care of his, uh, her mother, his grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Larry Clayman. Hey. <laughs> okay, that's I how loved. That. That's how loved Larry Clayman is in the Clayman is in the world. My name is Larry Clayman. Hey. <laughs> wow. So My God, this man, this man, he's deplorable. Is his yeah. lawyer? That's his lawyer. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, uh, um, oh, I do have, I, yeah, I have, Eric an, Clay. I have an Alan Colm, the late Alan Colmes interviewing, uh, Larry Clayman, but I, I don't even want to play that because Larry, yeah, Larry, this is, this is just how stupid and incestuous these far right shitbags are that Jerome Corsi, a known liar and conspiracy theorist who's made his riches off of writing books and selling them to people dumber than him. He he hires the worst fucking attorney Lawyer. in the United States who again <laughs> sued his mommy, sued his mommy for for what? For uh, medical bills for his grandmother. For his grandmother. <laughs> he sued his mom about his grandma. Wow. You wouldn't give yeah. me the 50 grand back that I paid for grandma <laughs> medical bills. Yeah. Oh. My. Yeah, Larry wow. Clayman. Yes, and and he's bragging. He's bragging that he's bringing this guy aboard. This is my lawyer. I just yeah. hired Larry well, Clayman. Yeah, maybe well. he'll sue my mother. <laughs> I think it was last night. Uh, Colbert, She's dead, but Colbert said that Corsi looked like a balloon full of soup. He kind of does. Don't get. <laughs> oh my God! Keep him away from Wilbur Ross. <laughs> oh yes, the soup. Don't let him near the soup. <laughs> that man looks like what? he's made of soup. So, I can slurp him up. I can slurp him up. God. Um, Put him near the soup. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him away from the soup. Uh, Larry Clayman. Oh, could you yeah. do any better? <laughs> My name is Larry Clayman. Hey! <laughs> That's how few lawyers are available in, in the D.C. area. Lock up your grandma. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. He was probably just about the only attorney that would take him because he probably is just doing it to try and get, you know, to, to maybe make money with some another book or something. I don't know. I don't see how Larry Clayman makes money other know. than suing his mom. Um, I don't know what the end <laughs> team is here with those two. I mean, they're dead enders. 
Yeah. Right. They're like, right. yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. let them. And, and Corsi, Corsi allegedly is going to go to. He's he's going to the Department of Justice to ask Whitaker to sue Mueller. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you something, Rain. Let me tell you what 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 this this lawyer did. Besides suing his grandmother, <laughs> he actually convened. Get this now: the guy convened a citizens' grand jury. Now you're asking yourself, a citizens what's grand a citizens' jury? grand jury? Right, right. And let me tell you, it's the twelve guys at the end of the bar that's the most drunk. Right? You go into any bar, right in Scranton. You you get the twelve guys at the end of the bar who oh, are drunkest, and you and you have them. Get this now. You have them indicted, the sitting president of the United States, Barack Obama. My name is Larry Klayman. Right. And Larry Klayman Larry Klayman had them issue an indictment that he tried to serve on the White House. Yeah. To yeah, arrest. that was that was uh, a true Obama. story, isn't it? Yeah. Huh? It is. Yep. I remember yep. we covered all this uh, you know, uh, before both you guys were on the show. Um, he yeah, went down. God. He went down to Washington D.C. and held this rally where that clip is from, where that was the fanfare that he was awarded by showing up. My name is Larry Klayman. I don't even know if she said yay. It just was like maybe hey. That sounds like the goat. That sounds like the goat from What's That Sound? <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Um, so so he, he went down there and he was like, and he had a megaphone and he's like, you know, we want President Obama to come out with his hands out, hands up. <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, basically it, it, it was him and a bunch of racist assholes. Basically, they, they, they really fooled themselves into believing that Obama would come out and they could hang him is what it was. Yeah, uh, you know, by by using, I guess, kind of loose legal rules, like, um, l- like what do you call those people who uh, uh, sovereign citizens? It, it, it's kind of like he it, it practiced sovereign citizen law, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the Tenth Amendment. It was, yeah, it was the citizens' grand jury. <laughs> Good Neat. grief! Cool story. And this is. This is who he hired. He's bragging, of course yeah. he is, that he hired this guy. I I have Larry Clayman as my lawyer. Larry Clayman, he was angry when they were going to have the RNC in Cleveland because we get um, those insects. When the lake is clean and healthy, we get these insects like midges and um, Canadian soldiers or whatever. Um and he's like, oh, they shouldn't have the RNC in Cleveland. The, the city is full of all these disgusting insects everywhere. And it's like, they don't bother you. And it also means that the lake is clean. And seriously, they don't even have mouths with which to bite you. And if they did, they probably wouldn't. Because it's not blood that runs through your veins. It's toxin. <laughs> it is It is sheer toxic liquid hate that courses through your veins and no insect and would bother and besides you sued your own grandmother yeah the <laughs> bugs would know that you sued your mom for your for helping your grandma grandmother oh, i had to help my grandmother when she was sick i'm gonna sue my mother and he's old as he, he's old as hell too 
How old do you figure his mom was when he took her to court? I know. He probably know. killed her with that. I know. I mean, my God, could you imagine? But he got Modern that Obama guy. Clean. <laughs> he got that Obama guy. She should have sued him for back rent on the basement. Uh, <laughs> I know. I so, know. yeah, okay, so Larry Clayman is, okay, yeah. he's 67, <laughs> and he sued his mom probably within, like, f- last five or six years. So his mom was probably about 80. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a birther also, just so you know. Those birthers oh, yeah. got to stick together, Corsi. Yeah. So anyway, I, w- I want to, uh, <laughs> we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. And um, Trump, uh, the, he's smart, everybody. Uh, I'm smart! Uh, <laughs> hint, he's not. Um, <laughs> Trump was he's, out... He's also uh, cool. He's also really cool. Yeah, he did another one of his angry helicopter talks the other day. Um, and uh, he... Uh, uh, <laughs> This was from yesterday, and this is him talking to a reporter about his his Russian dealings that he definitely doesn't have, but had, and didn't have, and also had, and had them while well, he didn't have them. Dear God. And it's okay. Have but I didn't. Twitch. But I did. Yeah, exactly. So, uh... Here's a two two minutes of this uh, utter nonsense. Doesn't mean I'm not allowed to do business. I was doing a lot of different things when I was running. After I won, obviously I don't do business. One from January 20th, but more importantly, which is a following year. But I ran a business. In fact, I often joke about the fact that I was the only person that campaigned and simultaneously ran a business. But that was that was a project that. We didn't do. I didn't do. That was a project that wasn't done for a lot of reasons. Number one is that I was really, not that I had to do it, but I was focused on running for president. I wanted that to be my primary focus, not running or building a building. Well, this was a deal that didn't happen. That was no deal. I mean, if you look... This was an option. No, it was a deal. I guess, I don't know if I want to, I want to be very specific. So, uh, but to my way of thinking, it was an option that I decided not to do. So we didn't, so if you look, we really didn't have, excuse me. So, excuse me, excuse me. This was an option in a form, but here's very simple. We had a position to possibly do a deal to build a building of some kind in Moscow. I decided not to do it. The primary reason, there could have been other reasons, but the primary reason, it was very simple, I was focused on running for president. There would be nothing wrong if I did do it. I was running my business while I was campaigning. There was a good chance that I wouldn't have won, in which case I would have gone back into the business, and why should I lose lots of opportunities? So, here's the story. Go back and look at the paper that Michael Cohn wrote before he testified in the House and or Senate. It talked about his position, what he's trying to do, because he's a weak person and not a very smart person. What he's trying to do is end, and it's very simple, he's got himself a big prison sentence, and he's trying to get a much lesser prison sentence by making up the story. 
No, Donnie. Uh, oh my God! So he's trying the, to get, get a lesser sentence by telling the truth. Yeah, he never got it. He doesn't have a prison sentence. Not yet. That's well, something that does. That's been bothering me. He has a very big prison sentence. No, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not yet. You know, and he might not have one. Uh, it depends on the level of cooperation, um, and, and that is is. Uh, you see, there's this is I've got a, so much audio based on this, and and it, it, Colin, it's there's a feeling in the air. Do you guys feel that feeling? Because I, I don't I, know if it's a feeling, but I smell blood in the water. You know, yeah, what? Well, it's blood more, in the it's water. more than a, it's more than a feeling. More than a feeling. <laughs> hooked on a feeling. No, he's talking it's more Boston. Than a feeling. Boston, more than a feeling. Um, right, uh, I just heard that damn song yesterday. Uh, <laughs> and you know, so- can I just share with you? I, I got to share this with you. After listening to that in such completion, mm-hmm. uh, this this morning, early this morning, maybe last night, late, he tweeted out, "Oh, I get it. I'm a very good developer, happily living my life when I see our country going in the wrong direction." To put it mildly, against all odds, I decide to run for president and continue to run my business. Very legal and very cool. Talked about it on the campaign trail. Lightly looked at doing a building somewhere in Russia. Put up, zero, put up zero money, zero guarantees, and didn't do the project. Witch hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lightly. Well, lightly. 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 Jesus And of Christ. course, it, and we'll Is hear this later. something light murder? Yeah, we'll we'll hear this. There's light trees. I know light there's tre- light trees, and yeah. I know that for a fact. Definitely. <laughs> well, and and we'll hear we'll hear later because a lot of the audio that I have, it reports some key. It, they, I'm sorry, repeats. Uh, you know, different people repeat some key points of all this stuff from what Trump is saying. Um, but there's the you know we'll we'll hear some of the audio over again because I didn't bother pulling the audio out. It's like because it bears hearing it a second time to hear what other people are picking up on this stuff. But one one important thing is that back in the day, Cohen said Cohen apparently lied and said he was the one who said the Moscow Trump Tower deal it was it was him, he himself, Cohen, said no to it. And he's saying he lied about that now. And Trump is openly admitting that, yeah, I said I, I said no to the deal. So if he said yeah. no to the deal, he was having dealings. You know, you, you, it, it's like, yes, a, 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 a fin- closing, a, closing a deal is closing a deal. But you have to have dealings to get to a point to whether you say yes or no. It's like you turn down a deal. You accept a deal. But there's still dealings that lead to yes. the closure one way or the other. So yes, yes, you've had dealings in Russia, you dumb hunk of shit. Um, and that I have to sing dealings, <laughs> nothing more than dealings. Yes, and um, I, I I don't and, care and if I you don't like yeah, the song, Kenny. No, I I have a clip of that that I play. <laughs> uh, I have the sped up feelings. Um, <laughs> don't you remember that? I, have, uh, I think because it, it was too like slow. You yeah, the, the light treason one. Too. The light, yes, the light treason version of that song. <laughs> yes. it goes like, I might have committed a little. Nothing more than 
Yeah. Oop. Not that. I'm smart. Um. All right. So listen to this. I want to get to this. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I want. I want to. I want to get to this because there's a lot of audio, and this stuff is this. This stuff is amazing to me. This is a uh, Aaron Burnett with Gloria Borger, and she has a source very close to her that um, is saying that uh, you know Cohen is is he he's basically he's Br Trump's Brutus. So here you go. You are reporting tonight that Trump Tower Moscow is now just one of many topics yeah. regarding the president that Cohen talked with Mueller's team about. And, and this is stunning, 70 hours so far of questioning between That's Mueller's right. team and Michael Cohen. That isn't a bunch of taxi medallions in the Southern District and one lie about Trump Tower. That's no. 70 hours. <laughs> That's a lot of information. Uh, and I spoke with a source who is very close to Michael Cohen, who said to me today, uh, in no uncertain terms, Michael has the goods. He has extremely valuable information. And so this clearly goes beyond uh, the Trump Tower Moscow that we're talking about, although that is crucial and important. But if Michael Cohen is talking, and we know how close he was to, uh, to Trump at certain points, how loyal he has been to Donald Trump, and we also know the, the things that were being asked in the grand jury. So you have to assume Citizens that, grand they jury? Are, you know, that they're not only talking about Trump Tower Moscow, they're talking about who knew what, when, about the WikiLeaks uh, dump about the meeting in Don Jr.'s office uh, with the Russians. Did the president know about it? Uh, so I think Michael Cohen now, who was the man who said he would take a bullet uh, for the president, yep. has now become Brutus <laughs> to who? the president because <laughs> he has this need now to, uh, to his people say, tell the truth and come clean and is no longer in the business of protecting Donald Trump, which is what he did for all those years that he worked for Trump. Yeah, you remember that? Michael Cohen said he'd take a bullet for Trump. Says who? Says who? You, 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 <laughs> did. you did. You did. Um, now yeah. it looks like he is the bullet for Trump. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, that, 100%. Um, I also he's think it's a cannonball. To, to keep in, I, I think it's important to keep in mind that... Um, uh, the special counsel would not have accepted his guilty plea if they didn't have corroborating evidence right. to show that Cohen is now telling the truth. I don't know. I think Cohen I, is not Mueller. I think, you know... I mean, Manafort. I'm sorry, I think a, a citizen's grand jury would be a lot more powerful than this one. Uh, right. so. <laughs> Only if there's Pap's Blue Ribbon involved. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, might have hard. to be a lot of hey! <laughs> I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart, and I want respect. I'm gonna use and abuse that all night long. Um, <laughs> I also have another one for Paul Manafort later. That's pretty funny. But uh, l let's get to the next one uh, real quick because in, in we'll 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 have more time to discuss in the next segment because we're going to stay on this topic. But um, this is important that seventy hours, seventy hours, they weren't playing giant Jenga, you know, they weren't playing Twister, <laughs> you know, seventy <laughs> yeah. hours, you know. Although that would be, I would play, I would. Yeah, that's uh, I think I would I would be interested in playing Giant Jenga with Michael Cohen. Says who? 
me because I'd tip them, tip them over on you just for fun. Um, 70 hours is two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you know, 80 hours, uh, you know, is, is what's on my paycheck. Right. So wow. he basically spent two, two work weeks with, you know, a day mm-hmm. off. Cause you know, he needed, uh, he needed to find the Tylenol after all that. Hallelujah! Three, three. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, but listen to this, John John Dean. I think John Dean might know a little something about uh, what goes into um, the troubles of a president. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Nixon, anybody? Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, this is what uh, uh, John Dean had to say right after. Uh, uh, Gloria Borger on Aaron Burnett's show. Oh, I think Michael Cohen is, uh, you know, want, he cares about his kids and what they think of yes, him, and absolutely. he has he has decided that he is he is going to come clean with everything. I mean, John, seventy hours—that is a lot of time. Would you spend that amount of time with someone you've been in the midst of one of these investigations who does not have "quote unquote" the goods? No, you would not. Uh, that is a lot of time, and I think it's doubly important to understand the conditions that Michael went into the prosecutor's office. He had no deal at the time uh, when he went in to talk to them. That 70 hours was purely on speculation that he would have enough information that they would find him an important witness. Well, today we learned that's what happened. Uh, the prosecutor, uh, the special counsel, has sent a letter uh, to the judge and uh, indicated uh, when they're sentencing that they're going to weigh in and suggest there be a, a reduction in sentence for his so, cooperation. So, so that was purely on spec. He didn't have that going in before he started talking. So he obviously gave them good information and they believed it and it, uh, it it's cooperated. And right. so yeah. uh, Michael's taken a chance and it worked out. Says who? Well, he just did, actually. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. it, I think it's good to point out, though, that I think that John Dean was in a very similar situation as Mike Cohen back during Watergate. He was in the exact situation. Yeah, and uh, except he, I mean, he was he was the White House Counsel. Mm-hmm. Cohen never had an official government role, but well, basically, he was John Dean was was the White House Counsel, and this guy was his his personal lawyer for ten freaking years. Yeah. And also um, Sean Hannity's and Elliot Brody's, but but who's counting? <laughs> but yeah, who's counting? I just I really think that what happened this week was really big. Historic, I, I, you know. I, I, Cohen is doing the thing he has to do because he's young. He's young. Yeah, you know, he's got a family, and yeah. um, whether or not he's doing this for the right reasons or to protect his family, I don't care. I just look at it like it's about time somebody did something to help protect this country. Young men, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 and you know, that's a good, that's a good note to actually uh, wrap this uh, segment on. Rain, I appreciate that. But we're gonna, we're gonna pick up right where we left off because. And some other really fascinating audio from this week. I think we might jump to the Jeffrey Tubin one, or actually maybe we'll save that for the end of all this because that was I love that audio. That that's yeah. the one. That's the one that really 
it's like there's a feeling in the air you know <laughs> that's, that's the one you said from his his lips to god's ears uh, that, rain, in the air. Yeah. Uh, yeah rain rain said that and and i i put uh right. captain picard saying make it so so yes <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> from your uh, lips to god's ears when I saw one. that clip, I thought, oh, this has got to go on the show tonight. <laughs> Jeffrey. No, I feel like, I know we're going to break, but from from Monday on forward, I just feel like we are really, we're really starting to see the end game. Yeah. Oh, I, I tell you what, I got a special little bonus here. We're going to hear a song from Bobber, but we're also going to, since I mentioned Captain Picard saying, make it so, make it so, um, we're going to have uh, Captain Picard singing, make it so, set to the tune of let it snow as well oh, nice. so. <laughs> i like that i like that so uh it, it's it's a it's a song for you know i mean look at that it's it's got two special meanings at this very moment so anyway uh oh and by the way we got a new roof uh yesterday everybody more on that after the break turn up the night Yay. with kenny pick so new and different it won first prize at the international inventors exposition kennypick.com The weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea gray hot. The lights are turned way down low. Make it so, make it so, make it so. When we finally kiss. Good night. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you... Really? Shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be... Warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And I dear... We're still goodbye, then. But as long as you love me so... Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Takes longer than an hour or two 
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mind Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. And we want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip, drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown car this holiday season. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I'm worth It's showtime! Sorry, I just blowing the cobwebs off those old uh, Indie Media Weekly Christmas bumpers for everybody. Uh, <laughs> I got three of them queued up. I was like, where the hell is the one with me and Susan? And I was like, oh, it's the Suze. Because um, I'm like, Kenneth Susan Christmas. Kenneth Susan IMW. I can't find it. Uh, so, But I got yours and uh, Bobber's queued up uh, for uh, next hour, too, right? Um, and uh, welcome back to the program, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. You remember doing that uh, bumper a couple of years ago with Tim? I do. I, we have to do it. 
Yeah, I love that one because it's where a couple of misfits, uh, you know, <laughs> from Rudolph. And, uh, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Do you remember uh, what you and Bobber did for, for years? I think I remember. It'll yeah, be a surprise. I, yeah. It'll be a nice surprise. I, I do. Yeah, I think. It, I, I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, about 20 minutes before we went to air, Rudy yeah. Giuliani tweeted. Yes. And it, his tweet was, Kim Mim, degree symbol, has F. <laughs> what is, what does that even mean uh, oh i know what it, i know what it means retweet and i was like moscow mules are a hell of a drink I just, yeah i know what it, it, i know what it means what's him kofifi Oh, I Kim mean, degree uh, has F. What the hell? Jesus Christ! I think it. it, it, it loose, this is the president's loosely, lawyer. It loosely translates to uh, "Who has awoken me from my coffin?" Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That is the. Uh, it's still there. It's an hour now. It's still there. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. America. <laughs> Doctor, I I swallowed my lower plate. Kamim um, married Kofefe. Now it's Kamim Kofefe. Kamim degree has F Kofefe. Maybe it's code for Donnie. Stay in Argentina. It's just one of those known unknowns. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. See, that sounds sane. That now sounds sane yeah, compared yeah. to Kimim degree has F. <laughs> I was using that I was gonna use that gibberish clip for uh oh for, for fucking Manafort. Uh, oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> so anyway what is happening? Well, I'll tell you what. I I, I absolutely love this next audio. This, this stuff like this reminds me why I like Don Lemon so much. Um, but because and this is one of those clips that's gonna we're gonna hear more. Uh, we're gonna hear a repeat of some of the things that um, have already that Trump already said in his you know little helicopter tirade. Um, <laughs> Operation Dumbo Drop. Um, <laughs> That's what they should. I bet you the Secret Service calls it Operation Dumbo Drop anytime they take him uh, on the helicopter. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I'm sure they do. Uh, uh, oh, good God. So, anyway, check this out. Don Lemon I, is. I swear I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> yeah. As God is my witness. God is so, my witness. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I moved it. What the heck? What the hell? Uh, what the hell? Let me see. Is this it? There. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. What the hell? Uh, yeah. What the hell? Has literally become a constant 
in Bob and mine oh. daily life. <laughs> oh, oh, I just got called out uh, because uh, the Trojan Rabbit knows what the it's from. And yes, don't you, don't you worry because I I got it here. Pork chop sandwiches. Yeah, there you go. There were these. Basically, somebody redubbed and re-edited these old G.I. Joe promos. And, <laughs> whoa! Um, and and they uh, they recut the audio and had people overdub it. And it, there was a kitchen fire in one, and the kid was going, and then the one G.I. Joe guy to protect them came running, and when he smelled the fire and yelled, Pork chop sandwiches! Yeah, so <laughs> it's really funny. I'll share that with you guys, uh, uh, Joe and Rain, so you can see it. Um, but anyway, let's get back to the Don Lemon stuff because he he breaks down uh, Trump's lies about Russia really well, really well. And in the second clip, there's a oh my god, the Manafort thing. But Rain, Rain, are you back after the the uh, Barkathon? I'm back. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. No worries. Um, but listen to this. You guys are going to love this, especially the second clip. Listen to this one. It was not a very public deal. And it certainly was not public while Donald Trump was running for president. And that is because Trump never mentioned it. Despite question after question about any involvement with Russia, on July 26, 2016, he tweeted this. For the record, I have zero investments in Russia. And then the next day, he said this. I have nothing to do with Russia. I have John. John, how many times do I have to say it? Are you a smart man? I have nothing to do with Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia. Not one word about the Trump Tower Moscow deal. In fact, he never mentioned it. Not once. In all the times he was asked about Russia during the campaign, after he was elected, and after his inauguration. You said you have no investments in Russia, but do you owe any money to Russian individuals and institutions? No. Will I sell condos to Russians on occasion? Probably. I mean, I do that. I have a lot of condos. I don't have any deals with Russia. I had Miss Universe there a couple of years ago. Other than that, no. We could make deals in Russia very easily if we wanted to. I just don't want to because I think that would be a conflict. I own nothing in Russia. I have no loans in Russia. I don't have any deals in Russia. I had the Miss Universe pageant, which I owned for quite a while. I had it in Moscow a long time ago. Long time uh, but ago. But other than that, it's I have just nothing a couple to do years with ago. Russia. You're the one I, I don't have. A, I could, but I didn't because I think it would be a conflict. He said it right there. Yeah. So uh, I love that because he laid out all those contradictions, and I, I, I really love how they put you know you know oh I had uh, it, it you know a couple of years ago. Um, we, we had Miss Universe, and then he's like, a long time ago, Miss Universe. <laughs> yeah. which, which we know. We also know now that, you know, his having the Miss Universe there was a, he wanted to meet Putin. Yeah. Putin. I said Putin. Putin. <laughs> Pre- he wanted, he wanted President that. Vladimir Trump? God damn it. <sighs> Did you did you see that? What who was it? The New York Times had a publisher attraction because they accidentally printed uh, President Vladimir Trump. Uh, that was talk- Wall Street Journal. Well, a Wall Street Journal. Yes. Nope. Yes. Paging Doctor Freud. Um, Vladimir Trump. Yeah, Vladimir <laughs> Trump. Uh, no, it's Donald yeah, Putin it, to you. It's so amazing to me. All this stuff. I have nothing to do with Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia. We all knew he had business with russia yeah and and you know i i don't 
I don't like to go out of my way to knock the media because mm-hmm. I don't. I think there are a lot of good people out there trying to do the right thing. But God damn it, it was always right there in front of all of us. He was working with Russia forever. Yeah. Forever. Well, his sons, his sons said so. Yeah, they, there's video. I yeah, mean, the, there's the video, there's photographs, there's audio. There, yeah. There's print work. <laughs> there's, there's you know, there's music videos that document this shit. Yes, I mean, M&M it's so pervasive. I have brought that up time after yeah, time. It's so pervasive. It's like you can't escape. It's like me saying, you know what? I have no connection to live music venues. <laughs> I have absolutely, and I'll tell you what, I have had no dealings on Facebook at all, ever. Yeah, it's it's really quite stunning to me. I mean, I've made posts on Facebook, and I've, I've sent messages. You're lying. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Sorry, Ken. No, I, I mean, it's, it, it is such a blatant fact that he, you know, this is... We've all known it. We've all known it. In in the biggest the biggest tell in this whole thing was Polly fucking walnuts. Yeah, yeah. I was I was screaming that from the hilltops. I was screaming that from the hilltops when I was like, this guy, this guy is so nuts, deep, dirty with Russia. You know, his nuts might as well be on his chin. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, 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 it's it's. I yeah, mean, it's stuttering. But listen to this. This even but even but there's more. Even Paul Manafort couldn't fucking believe that he I mean yeah. That's exactly what happens to Paul Manafort here in 2016 in an interview with Nora O'Donnell. Here, Don Lemon sets I, it up. I know. Don Lemon, <laughs> and if you haven't seen this video, the, again, I love Don Lemon for this. Listen to what happened when CBS's Nora O'Donnell asked then-campaign chairman Paul Manafort about Russia back in 2016. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. <laughs> a little awkward. Uh, yeah, we got to play it. One more time. Let's play it, please. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. <laughs> oh, that was really, really awkward. I still have no idea what he said there, but... Sorry. That's a, doesn't I'm that just sorry. sum all of this up the just, whole day? Just all of it. That's, that's what he Hold said. On. That's what. That's what. I mean, if that's what he said, that's what happened. But as we always say around here, facts matter. And as more facts emerge from the Mueller investigation, the real question is, what will this president do? I know. Um. So. <laughs> 
So again, just so uh, what what made Don Lemon laugh so hard was that, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the our position is. <laughs> that's what I was saving that for. <laughs> that's what that's what he said. That's what the president said. That's what our. That's what he said. That's what I. Ostrich coach. So from what I got out of that, that's what he said. That's what I. That's what our position is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah followed by. <laughs> I mean, even Manafort couldn't believe the Russian lies at that time. He, he he. I mean, it was so hard for him to push it all down <laughs> you know, I know. Put it there in was, his mouth there was like no room there Take was no there was no room to cram the extra russia down on all the russia that was already in there oh, it was so like hard. 50 pounds of russia in a one pound bag <laughs> it was like it was like borscht under pressure <laughs> Can you pressurize borscht? I want to know. Uh, <laughs> can you like make it, put it in a spray can? Uh, <laughs> I just, I can't. I, this week has really just been a little overwhelming for me. I know. That's why I think that this clip works for all of us. Um, you know, for for this week. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the title? <laughs> yeah, because there's good news coming out, but it's so overwhelming and it's giving uh, us a headache. You know, it, it is. I, it it yeah. gives. I have my TMJ is back. You all know what TMJ is, right? Oh it's yeah, you, my Barbara has been suffering for the last month with that. Yeah, I've I've had that oh, since yeah. I was 18, and you know I get to the place where okay, there's my TMJ. I do my jaw exercises, oh, which oh, look okay. pornographic. <laughs> But, you know, but yeah, my TM, this week, can, can this just finally break? It's tooth grinding. Oh, that's, my that, God. That, that's what makes, it makes your, your teeth grind. Oh, I'm sorry. You oh. didn't want me to oh, play oh, the porn music. So. <laughs> no, it's okay with porn music. Porn music helps me relax. I will be there honest you with you. <laughs> well, that, but, excellent. So. Ah, oh, it's just, it's, I'm not even grinding my teeth. I'm clenching my jaws so tight. Yeah. That's not good. No. Not good for TMJ. No, 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 no. no. <sighs> uh, I thought this TMJ was week, too, too many jerks. Been... Too many jerks. Yes. Um, just, I mean, Manafort. It's... Manafort was lying to Mueller, and now he's looking for a, a, a pardon. And then there are reports that he's probably a third. He's like a instead of a double agent. You guys all heard this that he might be a triple agent. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the our position is. Says what who? the hell? Says who? Uh, <laughs> says no, I, says me. God damn it! Triple agent. Triple uh, agent. Triple yeah, agent yeah. man. Says who? Uh, <laughs> you didn't hear that, Joe? What's that? Oh yeah, the triple agent thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. triple agent. Yeah, I'm fucking believable. So, um, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, did not mean to take the Lord's name in vain. No, 
Um, please don't use the Lord's name in vain on Christmas. Um, <laughs> that's one of my old band songs. Um, oh, I should play that. I'll play that. That's if I have it on this computer. It was a Lionel Jefferson airplane song. Um, I didn't sing on it. I did backing vocals and wrote the music. But uh, uh, but anyway, um, this is um, listen to this. This is Dan Abrams with George Stephanopoulos about how uh. Uh, Cohen has Donnie rattled and all of the uh, fat Donnie's cronies are, are running, running from Russia, rushing away, should I say. <laughs> Here you go. We just saw in the piece of the president saying this had nothing to do with him. One of the reasons this plea is so important is because it does put the president right at the center of this effort. Right. And the question becomes why? Right. We've talked about this before, this idea that this is a piece in the puzzle. This isn't uh, the proof of collusion. This isn't the smoking gun. But the question becomes, why did the president, if Cohn's telling the truth, want to move the date back from June to January? Why is that six-month period so important? And the answer would be, if it's true, uh, that he didn't want to be seen as talking to Russia during the period right when you've got all the hacking. You've got the meeting with Don Jr. This is the heart of the, the, the contacts and the problems with the Russians is happening in June. And it gets another important thing that Mueller and reporters have been covered now over the last year and a half when it comes to Russia, whether the issue is contacts or building the Trump Tower in Moscow or the Attorney General talking to a Russian ambassador during the campaign, Don Jr. having this meeting, every single time it starts out with a lie, then the lie is uncovered. Mueller's job is to find out why. Well, and also Mueller's job is to put them all together, right? Because you can't look at each one in isolation. You can't say to yourself, Flynn, what does Flynn's single, single lie tell us? That's not the question. The question is, what does Flynn's lie tell us in connection with the other lies? Why is everyone seemingly distancing themselves from either conversations they had, meetings, etc., with Russians? What was going on? And that's the question, the big picture question Mueller has to The other important takeaway, we now know Michael Cohen has implicated the president in campaign finance felonies. That was in his previous case. He's now implicated the president in Trump Tower. And as John said right at the start, we reported yesterday, he spent 70 hours with Mueller's team. Giant Jenga the whole time. So knowing how close Michael Cohen was to Donald Trump, you, you know Donald Trump has to be worked. I mean, regardless of what we already know already, the idea that one of his closest confidants, and remember, attorney-client privilege only applies to legal work. It doesn't, ap- business work. it doesn't apply to business work. So he can talk about any business contacts that the president had, and that's got to be unnerving. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, just a touch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's been mentioned elsewhere that as soon as the hacking stories came out, that was when we were told that the the Russian Trump Tower deal was done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So there's that. I think that's oh. a big that's a big hat tip. It this is. whole thing, but it's so all of it's so dirty. The one thing, the one thing I keep coming back to is why, and and it was mentioned in that in that clip. They start out lying. Not outlying. They start out, comma, lying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, but they did. They just they lie and lie and lie. Why? Why would anybody lie if what you're doing is on the up and up? I know that's a really simple question, but every now and then, the deeper we get into this whole Trump Russia thing, 
here on our show and all the other things that we listen to on cable and radio, it I think it's really important to go back and ask that simple question. Why would you come out of the gate with a lie? Olcam's razor. They're guilty. They knew they were guilty to begin with, right? That's right. So just, I guess I'm getting to a point where it's like, okay, Mueller, can we just, can we just drop the hammer? I think he, I think you're seeing him dropping the hammer. Yeah. I think you're right. I think think you're right. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing the hammer dropping. Only he's doing it. It's a slow hammer. Yeah, because I, I know I know that, speaking for myself, I do have information bias. And I know that the justice system has to give time, you know, the arc of justice, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But I am so tired of this. I mm-hmm. want this cabal to come down. I want this, this, I want, I want the, because I, I look at these guys, all of them, all of them, mm-hmm. Trump. Corsi, Pence, Lewandowski, Mueller, Flynn. You can throw in any names. I look at them all as just a bunch of rat turds. Sure. Who are are laying on top of our Constitution. And I really want them just cleaned off. I want the Constitution cleaned out. And I really want, I, I want us to get to a point where we can start fixing the mess that they have made for the past four years. And I say four because he ran for two years and he's been in office for two years. Yeah. I, I want this done. I I that's that's my Christmas wish. It's a wonderful wish. It is a wonderful wish. Um so uh well anyway, um I've been busy trying to find that stupid old Christmas song, but I don't even need it until hour three. Um still turds on the constitution. Yes, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, so anyway, um, we, we do have to run to the break. Uh, but we're is Bobber gonna call in on the, on the phone line since his computer is uh, down for the counter? So I don't know. I don't night. know. I'll, I'll ask him during the break. All right, he's welcome to. I mean, it'd be easy, you know, because he know the number three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. But, but we're not doing open phones next hour. Uh, not, not until 8.45 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. Everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with uh, lots more of this here weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. I'm stalling because I'm trying to get back to where I need to be uh, right after uh, this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. 
except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I can handle things, I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Russia! Russia! Damn Russia! <laughs> anyway, welcome back uh, to the program, everybody. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, this is the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, radio for humans worldwide. And, of course, joining me as always, Mr. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I'm here. Excellent. And I'm smart. I'm smart. I'm smart. I'm smart. Smart. I mean, how do you even do that? It's like it's like they overdubbed a goose uh, in there. I'm smart. Uh, uh, how did he do that with his voice? That's I forgot how crazy that sounded. Um, He's dead. Uh, well, yeah, I guess we'll we'll never know. Uh, we'll never he took the secret to his grave. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hello, hello. I'm here. What, what did Bobber half say? Is he going to give us a call? Uh, no, he's not. That's all right. I he's get not, it. He's taking the night off. Yeah, it, it, I mean, he, he really does have a computer yeah. problem. Oh no, but... I don't. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no. no, so yeah, he he made a he made an appointment with the geek the geek squad. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and yeah. they were they were like, oh, it's going to take three days because you mm. know. Well. I that recommend staple. I recommend staples tech people because they um, they don't have as much business as the Geek Squad because oh. they're not they're not as famous for being a thing. They don't have their own little car. I'm doing like bunny ears for everything uh, I say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, bunny ears. So, but yeah, so he's yeah. he's gonna he's actually gonna just watch the the um the the, the New Jersey Devils play the. Uh, Washington Capitals and the hockey and the flavor. Oh, oh, I see. So, so the caps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was looking for my sports jingle to play, but I can't find it. So. Well, you can't use sports ball because it's a puck. Well, it's just and sports. In case, it's in not. In case it's you not. didn't hear about this, there's a school down in Texas who is literally proposing using hockey pucks 
in case an active shooter s- situation happens. Hmm. Yeah, they're Extreme gonna they're sports. gonna supply they're gonna supply the kids with hockey pucks. <laughs> Refill your egg for you. Drive you out to the middle of nowhere. Leave you for dead. There you go. <laughs> I thought I'd anyway, make... <laughs> but uh, yeah, I figured that's seriously. Prob- there's a school in yeah. Texas that is going to provide school children with hockey pucks to oh. throw at shooters. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's I'll where do- we are, America. Yay. <laughs> Oh, oh! By the way, speaking of Texas, uh, uh, it wouldn't be wouldn't be a show if I I needed to say something about Ted Cruz every show from now on just to see how hated he show how hated he is. Uh, this is from Caleb Akarma over at Mediaite. Ted Cruz denies drinking all the beer at Nine Inch Nails show after Trent Reznor told Senator to fuck off. <laughs> Uh, Senator Ted Cruz denied both drinking all the beer at a Nine Inch Nails concert and attempting to get into one after one of their recent shows after the band's frontman, Ted, Ted, Trent Reznor, Ted Reznor, (laughs) Trent Reznor lobbed the allegations. Uh, And and Cruz said to all the gullible reporters who are reporting that I asked to be on the guest list at a Nine Inch Nails concert, uh, no, Nine Inch Nails is not my music taste. I would hate to see what your music taste is because I don't even like Nine Inch Nails, but and 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 I I I I have a feeling your music taste is probably Nickelback. As unliked as you are, it's got to be something like Nickelback, probably Ted Nugent and Lee Greenwood, and that's the extent of it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Cruz wrote and Greenwood. Cruz wrote in a tweet posted <laughs> Friday. He, he was he was clearly joking, and for the record, I also didn't drink all the beer last time, but I would have. Jesus. <sighs> because he likes beer. I like he, beer. I like, I like beer. the little burgers. Like God damn it. Kenny, I'm going to say this, and I'm sorry in advance. He probably drinks Bud Light. No. Actually, I saw him. Uh, there was a, There's a video of him walking around a grocery store with, like, Shiner Bach. Okay. So. All right. He's probably, he's, he's one of those, you know, it's like, I admit, I just, I'm not saying I like, I like beer. I like good beer, but I can't drink super hoppy beer and my tolerance is high. So I like drinking the that. You hurt my feelings. Okay. I'm sorry. (sighs) Serious. I'm really not. Come on, man. We've had this discussion. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but uh, I got to I just simply like I like alcohol, and Bud Light is a good delivery system. Um, I have a solution. So. I will never say Bud Light again on this show. Okay. I will say Coors. Can I say Coors Light? I don't care. Yeah, he or probably Paps, Paps Paps Light or Jenny Light. Paps, I don't think makes a light. So. Yeah, they do. Do they? Bush. We also does. now make an IPA. Bush. Oh, he probably likes that band Bush too. And Creed. Oh, he totally likes Creed. 
Oh, Ted Cruz totally likes Creed. I nailed it. I nailed it. I guarantee to you he loves Creed. Creed. Can you take me higher? It's like Pearl Jam was too heavy for him, so he had to go with Creed. (laughs) What was that joke? Um, There was a joke. Uh, It was Chris Rock who said, um, Green, Green Day? It was it was a band. He he was he was hosting a joke, and he was like, "Green Day, it's more like Bad Charlotte." Um, all right, good that good joke Charlotte. Will sit in eventually, I good don't Charlotte. Know. Yeah, yeah, because I don't like any of that crap. All right, um, I went. I went all, all right. okay. Anyway, the promise I'm going to make is I'll never knock Bud Light again on this yeah. show. Meow goodness. Okay, because I don't want to hurt your feelings, light. and I understand that we have. No, you're not. You're not that. hurting my feelings. I know I like shitty beer, and I openly admit to it. But I do drink some good beers uh, from time to time. Just but don't you drink know, Coors Light. It's my staple. Okay. If I could make my own, if I could make my own, like Bobber, I'd be drinking yes, my you own. Could. I, I I'd be drinking my own little American lager. Um. Well. <clears throat> so, anywho, feelings not hurt, just a shtick. Let's go ahead and uh, get back into some stuff here. Um, oh, I, I promised to tell everybody, too. Uh, yeah, we just had our roofers come out and terrorize the cats. Uh, they thought that the house was going to fall in on them. Poor Timby scratched open his chin. Susan had to Aww. clean up the bl- his bloody chin because when he gets nervous, uh, it, it hasn't happened in a long time, but he'll scratch in his, his chin with his back. Now, I'm actually scratching my chin with my hand like doing that right now um but he scratched open his chin susan's like look oh my god i cleaned up this blood off of him and and uh and he's fine now it was just a little nick but he kept scratching at it and it kept bleeding more but she treated it with some peroxide and he he's he's fine now that daddy's home he he's okay he's like you'll protect me right and uh, i feel bad because all this construction work that happens well, I'm at work. It's like, you know, they, the cats must be thinking that, you know, Susan is like, you know, letting all these horrible things happen. Then I come home and they stop, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, poor kitties, uh, poor Susan. Um, and also, uh, later is in- a good mommy. She is. She is. Oh, they love her. They love her. Um, but, um, they, but you know, the cats don't like when company comes over. So you can imagine how much they hate when, the entire house is being beat upon <laughs> by workers because uh, it was loud. It was loud and stu- stupidly loud when they, they were doing that. So there is a timer going off. Do you hear that timer, Suze? Yeah. Okay. There's a timer going off. <laughs> I kept hearing it. I was like, am I going crazy? Is there a timer? There's a timer. What's that timer? So she must be baking something. Uh, she made a very delicious uh, little uh, tortilla casserole tonight that I was very happy with. It had uh, oh, ground nice. chicken, ground nice. chicken, and refried beans and cheese and veggies and shit. It was good and shit. <laughs> and uh, and also a side of pork chop sandwiches. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and also uh, something fun. Maybe it, it, see what it, what you guys think about this, but I think I might have a Mad Lib substitute for tonight, but I'm going to embarrass the shit out of myself. Who wants Kenny Pick to embarrass the shit out of himself tonight by, um, I got a game and thinking that we might get everybody get a copy on Mike check radio. But if you guys want to get your own copies, we can, uh, I'll buy them for you for Christmas, but they have, um, 
it, it, it has like a comes with a mouth guard it like spreads your cheeks apart so you can't touch your lips together and then it comes with a deck of cards and you have to read what's on the cards and people have to guess what you're saying <laughs> and we were susan and i were doing this the other day testing out some of the cards and we were crying hysterically because it's so hard some of the some of the phrases they give you it's so hard because if you can't say like several of the consonants in a word because you can't put your lips together. Um, oh man, I'm doing that right now by keeping my mouth open. Yeah. It's like, you uh, know, but uh, fortunately uh, I, I used to have a ventriloquist, uh, a ventriloquism record when I was a kid and I, I kind of know how to do substitute letters, but I'm, I won't cheat. I won't do that. But yeah, so uh, basically I'll use this little cheek spreader thing. I will not take pictures of what I look like with this in. Oh my God. Do you think that Heidi sent that to Ted one year for Christmas? (laughs) This is not good. It's the authentic mouth guard game. So if you guys want, we can do watch your mouth. Uh, We can, instead of Mad Libs in the last half hour tonight. And I will, Mm. I will sit in, in basically I'll, uh, uh, you know, read a phrase and uh, whoever guesses it first, I'll try and pick some hard cards for me to say, and I'll be even funnier. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll try and give hints without, um, you know, it, 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 uh, we can do house rules and you can give hints without um, going too specific, I guess. Um, but anyway, let me know in the chat. If you, if you guys would like that instead of Mad Libs, we'll give it a shot. Uh, but I bought it from Mike Check Radio, thinking I'd get copies for everybody. Um, but if you guys like it so much, we can use it on this show. If you want to get your own little uh, <laughs> mouth spreader, <laughs> your cheek spreaders. So, so I, I need to know this because I'm mm-hmm. literally doing this with my fingers. Mm-hmm. Are the so the lips can't touch, but the teeth can. Yeah, your teeth can touch in this thing, but it, oh. it the thing it go the the spreader goes in in the sides of your cheeks, so it, okay. it you know keeps your heart like that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> okay. I think I understand what you're saying. So uh, I think I think this could be very very fun. It's and like a ventriloquist. Right? Yeah, yeah. Is it like a yeah, like a So. I think we could do this. Oh my god, uh, my lips are going to get so chapped. Yeah, uh, Susan was like, "It's hurt my mouth." And they have two two different sizes of uh, mouth guards for it, too. <laughs> oh my god. Two different so, sizes? Oh, they have an ad- <laughs> Oh, they have an adult version too. There are two too. different sizes of the cheek spreaders. Yeah. Yeah, in Where case kids little in, Jeff in, in case kids are going to um they don't, they don't make them small enough for me. I I just <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Kenny can make a custom one for me. We'll, we'll see. I'll try and be a good boy, okay, Kenny? Okay, Jeff. See what I can do. Oh, my God. What if I did it with the effect on my voice, too? That would be insane. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, we haven't even done it yet, and, and you're already laughing, so... I'm All right. laughing because I Mare, need to laugh after this. Moon Mare, well, you'll <laughs> laugh. You'll laugh. Moon Mare says I vote to embarrass Kenny. Um, but there, oh. there's the Amazon link to watch your mouth family edition if you want to look at the what what the mouth spreader looks like. Because basically, everybody can. I will never have my picture taken with one of these things because it shows like 
all of your teeth and it's like ah my skeleton ah, ha, you know <laughs> so it's weird it makes you look like rick scott um so okay. <laughs> uh but anyway anyway i think no 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 i think moon is saying no 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 to using little jeff with the mouth guard uh -huh. we gotta at least try one we gotta at least try one i promise i'll be a good boy Okay, Jeff. He sounds sad tonight, doesn't he? Um, no. so, so, anyway, we we gotta get to some more audio. Um, we're, we're, we haven't even. What have we talked about this segment? The roof and a mouth spreader game. Uh, so, <laughs> Just and, and talking about <laughs> Bobber watching sports. So, um, uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and get back into. Um, the uh, uh, the audio, and I want to get to um, I want to get to Chris Cuomo. This was some pretty good stuff because, and, and there's some retread in here of the the audio we've already heard with Trump. But uh, Cuomo, it, God, it's like all I watch is CNN. All my clips, CNN, CNN, CNN. I do some Hallie Jackson from for later from MSNBC. So uh, here we go. This is a Cuomo about uh, Trump lying about Russia. And uh, in the whole Cohen thing again. Oop, is it going to start there? A president Oops. not breaking the law is not enough for satisfactory conduct in a presidency. How you conduct yourself, being straight with Americans, that matters too. And today was the biggest piece in a pattern of lying about what matters that uniquely defines this president. Exhibit A. So Michael Cohen has made many statements to the House, as I understand it, and the Senate. He put out a statement talking about a project which was essentially, I guess, more or less of an option that we were looking at in Moscow. Everybody knew about it. It was written about in newspapers. Go Google. You won't find anything about this deal until nope. after the election, when it yep. became interesting to investigators. And this is not a throwaway lie. It matters. And you'll see why after the next exhibit, which has three critical elements in just three sentences. Listen. I didn't do the project. I decided not to do the project. So I didn't do it. So we're not talking about doing a project. We're talking about not doing a project. Michael Cohn, what he's doing is he was convicted. Uh, he was convicted of various things unrelated to us. The issue is not that the project never came to fruition. It's that it was in the works at a time when the president said he had no business with Russia, no investments. No Not doing times. the deal mm -hmm. doesn't excuse the president from lying about trying to get a deal done. And the president just said he decided not to do the deal. That's key. Why? Michael Cohen had said originally when he lied to Congress that he decided that the deal was dead. That gave mm -hmm. Trump cover. Trump's argument right there that he was busy with the race. He wasn't paying any attention. So he didn't know anything about this. If that's true, then how could he have been the one to pull the plug? Was he involved or not? Lastly, Cohen was not convicted of things unrelated to the president. The opposite is true. They were almost all directly related to the president. Do you think Michael Cohen paid off those women for himself? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Did, did, no, no, cat. Did uh, Cohen pay off those women for himself? No, 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 no. Thank you. 
so sorry i'm unwrapping the other pack of cards for this game uh but yeah it's just amazing to me yeah i think that was really important what cohen brought up there though it's um uh not cohen i'm sorry uh cuomo different c with an yeah. o in it um yeah, I, I, yeah. Th- is that uh you know he he said i wasn't the one who did this deal i wasn't all along it was cohen who did the deal way back in the day and then right there in his little Operation he Dumbo Drop did. speech, he said, that was me. So again, so it, it was a deal. It was a deal. It just wasn't a deal that was completed. It was, a, you know, right. you deal with somebody and, you know, it, it, here, here it is. It, let, let, let's go with this. Okay, you're playing cards and you lost the hand, right? You're playing poker and you lost the hand. There was still a deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly. That's just it. Whether or not the deal went through or the deal was successful, there was still a deal. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the crime. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you, this this is so dirty. This is so, I mean, I don't even have to tell you guys. You know it. You know it. We Everybody are. knows it. I mean, the fact that, that 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 Trump is out there just saying, "Yeah, I did it, I did all of it," but it was, you know, a little light and cool. It was light yeah. treason. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, was, he literally is admitting cool. to all of it. He admitted to it yesterday on the White House lawn. And it was totally yeah, I did cool. it. It but, was cool. You know, even if it wasn't illegal, it's legal because I did it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what he said. And I love I love this the second clip from Cuomo here oh my because God. here here it comes uh, Cuomo basically starts this off and, and, and okay with that being said with the lie you know doubling down the line we've heard all the audio that you know that Levin played that that I played earlier um, you know there all this stuff where Trump has flip flopped constantly about you know whether or not he had dealings with Russia. And and what happens after all the lies is it here comes the character assassination of uh, of uh, Cohen. And now comes the one two punch of Trumpian character assassination. Exhibit C. He was given a fairly long uh, jail sentence and he's a weak person. Liar. And by being weak, unlike other people that you watch. This was the mobbishness that I was talking about with Don. When the facts are not your friend, make the truth deller your foe to the president telling Mm -hmm. the truth is weak. Other people, he's mentioned Roger Stone, Jerome Corsi, Paul Manafort, they're strong because they refuse to admit lies in the president's mind? (laughs) Is this a president or again, a mob boss type of notion? Then the last bit where the president says the most when he actually tells the truth. There would be nothing wrong if I did do it. I was running my business while I was campaigning. There was a good chance that I wouldn't have won, in which case I would have gone back into the business. And why should I lose lots of opportunities? He's right. There was nothing illegal necessarily about simply running his business while running for president. Unusual, but not illegal. But the president kept at it because he never thought he would win. He was having Cohen and the kids do all they could to maximize the campaign exposure. Sorry about that. He thought he would lose and he wanted to make the most of it while he could. And that is very important in understanding why they would have been kept doing this deal at a time when it would really smell bad. What a coincidence Mm. that the efforts to do this deal stopped on June 14th, 2016, the same day the Washington Post reported on the Russian involvement in election hacks. And that Mm -hmm. takes us to the arguable larger truth. 
The president was lying about what he was doing because he knew it was wrong. And all the twisting and attacking and fake this and hoax that can't make Mueller believe that the president was lying about it any less. As we teach our kids and as Walter Scott explained perfectly, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. deceive. Amen. And and one one really important point that Cuomo brought up and something I've noticed throughout this whole um, Cohen thing. Cohen briefed his children. Cohen briefed Ivanka and Donnie Jr. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he was this. He might as well have been a family member. No, you know, colon. What what is it when you when you flush yourself up the butt with water to clean your colon uh, out? And that's what Ivanka is doing tonight. An enema. What? Coffee yeah, enema. That's what that's what Ivanka is doing tonight. I don't know what Donnie Junior is doing. He's probably out there saying, "Give me an elephant to shoot." She's making Jared hold the bag, probably. But but those <laughs> two are in deep deep trouble. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They were they were in on the meetings. I don't know about Eric. Eric might actually be the one who comes out being like, "Hey, Tiff, Tiff, Tiffany, remember that time? Good times, right? We're friends again." (laughs) (laughs) Can I crash at your place for a while? (laughs) Serious. I got people looking for me. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I mean, Donald Jr. and Ivanka are really they were in the room with Cohen. On all of this, Ivanka went to Russia. Don Jr. went to Russia. Yeah. That's that's like there. That's out there in in public record. That's not even like, you know, secret intelligence shit. Mm-hmm. That's out there. And, Triple and, oh. agent man. Sorry. Right. Just, I'm anyway. telling you, man, this is a stunning week. It really stunning. is. It really is. I, I didn't even get to get any of that audio of uh, Ivanka uh, saying that her lock her up has nothing to do with me. You yeah. know. And what the hell does she have? Like an Elizabeth Taylor clause in every interview that she does, where you have to put like an inch of Vaseline on the lens that films her. Because if anybody saw that, it's like the interviewer, just like regular camera lens, goes to uh, Ivanka, and it's like okay. you know this this haze. Because Ivanka it, looks like a lizard. I guess so. I guess so. I think she so. does. I think she looks like a lizard right now. So anyway, um, oh, the good <laughs> Lord, good Lord, good God, uh, <laughs> good golly, Miss Molly, good God, y'all mad, um, Trump, what is it good for? Good Absolutely for. nothing. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, Trump. <gasps> What is it? Whoa, whoa, yeah. Uh anyway, we got the green we got the green news report coming up, everybody. And it's countdown to embarrassing Kenny uh with Watch Your Mouth. Um in the final hour in the in the in the final segment but uh yeah bobber is is uh off tonight with the, his computer is in the hands of the geek squad but he'll return next week and uh yeah so hang tight we'll be right back right after the green news report uh 
See you in a few minutes. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, November 29, 2018. We really need to be peaking as a planet in our emissions of, of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases by 2020. But we're not. The world is not doing nearly enough to cut emissions, warns new UN report. This is clearly building square in the danger zone. Amazon's new headquarters in Queens will be hit with rising seas. House Dems introduce a price on carbon. Plus, this is normally the wet season there, and leaders are calling the situation unprecedented. Australia grapples with massive wildfire outbreak amid record heat wave. All of that grappling and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We have created a climate change industrial complex in this country. A lot of people are getting really, really, really rich off the climate change issue. Correct. The fossil fuel companies causing the problem and jerks like you, Stephen Moore of the Wall Street Journal, who are lying for them. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as if the national climate assessment that uh, the Trump administration tried to bury wasn't bad enough, the United Nations has now followed up with their own report, just making things worse. (laughs) Yes, unfortunately, they are. The world is falling behind on cutting the carbon emissions that cause dangerous man-made global warming, and no country is on track to meet the pledges to keep global temperatures from rising more than two degrees Celsius in the International Paris Climate Agreement. That's according to the annual UN Climate Gap Report, released this week just days after the alarming U.S. Fourth National Climate Assessment. Scientists say global emissions must peak by 2020 and then fall off sharply if the world is to have a chance of avoiding the worst consequences of climate change. But on our current emissions trajectory, according to the report, we won't peak until after 2030, making the task ahead much more difficult to avoid blowing past key thresholds that scientists say will lead to irreversible climate catastrophes. Great. Meanwhile, the consequences of global warming intensified extremely Extreme weather are here. In Australia, a record heat wave has helped spark nearly 140 fires across Queensland, with officials ordering evacuations of entire towns in a race against fast-moving bushfires. Mm. Brisbane just recorded its hottest November on record. Sydney was slammed with a month's worth of rain in just a few hours that caused widespread flooding. Here in the U.S., you may have heard that Amazon selected New York City and Washington, D.C., as twin locations for its new headquarters. But amidst all of the brouhaha over the billion-dollar tax breaks and other incentives that New York City gave to the corporate giant, less well-reported is that Amazon plans to build its headquarters in a low-lying area of Queens that is projected to see frequent and significant coastal flooding as early as 2020 because of rising sea levels. That's according to Climate Central CEO Benjamin Strauss in an interview with CNBC. This is clearly building square in the danger zone for frequent flooding. And they're going to need the city's help to fortify the whole area so that it's robust to the kinds of floods that could be quite routine by the middle of the century. If only there was someone they could call 
order some huge water pumps and have them delivered the very next day. Oh, if only. However, taxpayers will likely have to be the ones to help Amazon protect its investment. U.S. automaker General Motors has announced it's canceling the Chevy Volt, its partial electric car that also has an onboard gas tank to extend its range, because GM is shedding underperforming models in its product line. Yeah, this was a little strange to figure out. GM was saying they wanted to focus on electric cars, but then they're canceling one of their electric cars, the Volt. What's up with that? Well, some auto industry analysts say that consumers are just going straight to pure electric cars rather than stopping at partial electric vehicles. Skipping the hybrids. Exactly. However, GM's also doubling down on its extremely profitable gas-guzzling SUVs, which are surging in popularity due to low gas prices. Finally, a bipartisan group of House lawmakers this week, led by Democratic Congressman Ted Deutsch of Florida, has introduced legislation to establish a price on carbon pollution, the first in 10 years in Congress. All revenue from the proposed carbon fee would be rebated directly back to U.S. households to offset higher energy prices, and the reduction in air pollution would save an estimated 13,000 lives a year. While similar legislation wouldn't have a snowball's chance in hell of passing in the Republican-controlled Senate, Democratic climate hawk Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island called it an important step, quote, using the power of markets to solve this problem. Friendly reminder, 10 years ago, it was the Democrats in the U.S. Senate which stopped a carbon cap and trade bill from going through. Yep. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Rain and Bobber from, from ForFreedomsBlog.com. And we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone at India Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right. A happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas. Not in this liberal utopia. Happy, happy holidays, holidays and, and don't, don't drink the green eggnog. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol?
You know, I want to give them credit for being an 80s movie, not throwing a homophobic insult in there. Good on you, Chevy Chase. That's true. <laughs> so, because it's, it's, it sucks because you walk, go back and watch an 80s movie that you you, 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 you knew and loved and shit, and you're like, oh, there's the F word for gays. Cool. You know? Um, but, uh, yeah, but anyway. Lately, that's pretty much every John Hughes movie. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, really. So, uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, and, uh, yeah, th that was a lot of name calling right there, but we have to get to name calling <laughs> here in a minute. Of course, Joe Santor says, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. And, Rain, are you ready for your sacred duty? I am ready for my sacred duty, sir. All right, here we go. <laughs> love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Else. Sandy and Derwood also has a, an important reminder. Happy Hanukkah to all that celebrate. Starts sundown on Sunday. So Happy Hanukkah. Yes. Wow. It really is up the wow. The seasons are upon us. Anyway, our biscuits tonight. Biscuit. Uh, we have biscuit. We have Adam Hebert. We have Barbara DC who is listening while he's watching his sports puck. Sports. Um we have Heather, we have Jake Colley, we have Jeans Girl, we have Kat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. We have Marnus, who is not in the basement. No. Nope. nope. Meow. Meow. We also have Meow Goodness, <laughs> speaking of Meow. We have Moon Mayor, we have President, we have myself, we have Sandy and Derwood, we have Theo, we have Tim Cormall, and Trojan Rabbit. I don't think I missed anybody. Well, Did anybody leave that and, I? How, how awesome is that? The jeans girl's back too. Yes, it is awesome. So, uh, welcome back, jeans girl. We appreciate it. And you know what, Dad, you're going to be so proud of me tonight when I put this thing in my mouth. It makes me sound like this. Here, I'm going to. Yeah. Here, I just love that you. I give you a three here that's going to sound like when I say read phrases off of a card. <laughs> Ken, um, I don't think I've ever heard a man say to his father, Dad, you're going to be so proud when I put this thing in my mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. No. You know, Ken, sometimes you want to record yourself for a day and check uh, your crazy. <laughs> You know, you know what you want to do. <laughs> what you want to do. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, you're you're totally right. I, uh, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I should take uh, Michael Bluth's advice uh, on this one here. Okay, you know, you know what you do. You you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're gonna be surprised at some of your phrasing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Here, let's see what phrasing sounds like with the the little thing over there. Uh, sounds like phrasing, phrasing. <laughs> 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 
So, and I know um, Moon Mare is like, no, no, do not use the Roland VT3 tonight. I have to. I know it's not everybody's thing. I won't abuse it like it did when I first got it. I just had to get it out of my system. But we're going to have to see what it sounds like. We got to get let little Jeff have at least one try. Oh, yes. So, you know. So. Poor little Jeff. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. I have so little left to live for anymore. Oh, you have lots to live for, Jeff. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Even I... Even I feel sorry for Jeff tonight. Oh, you know what, Joe? Jeff can live for Even the fact... Even though I'm a so-and-so. You are. You are you're a good-hearted so-and-so. And darling, Ray, <laughs> thank you so much for being my sole supporter on this program. Well, you know what, Jeff? I'm going to be with you. I'm going to support you when Robert Mueller says, can you come visit me? Okay. Well, See? uh... I was hoping for something more uplifting, like, hey, hey, little Jeff, you remember when there was only two sets of footprints? It was when I was carrying you. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, no. Not here, Jeff. Not now. That's, that's a, Go away. That's a couple of footprints too far, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a little much. That's it. I'm out of here. You'll be all right, Jeff. You know, we all like Michael Cohen now, Jeff. We might oh. all like you too one day. Uh, <laughs> uh, so well, he's he's gone uh, for the moment, but uh, yeah, open phones uh, starts right now three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Let us know. Uh, I think um, we got a birth. I think Adam's birthday. We're probably going to do that for um, Tuesday because his birthday is what December third or something. I think I have that right. I don't remember. I suck at birthdays unless it's my own because I get presents then. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a good reason to suck yeah. at birthdays, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I remember it. I like stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, 330-536-1466 is the number to call. Uh, call in. Let, let's get a couple callers right now. Oh, here's Adam Hebert. He can confirm whether or not his birthday is uh, December 3rd. Is it? Is that right, Adam? What? When's your birthday? December 5th. December 5th. I was close within two days. Come on, doesn't that count for something? Remember, remember the 5th of December. Okay. That sounds ominous. Gunpowder gunpowder, treason and plot. Yeah, (laughs) it sounds ominous, but does it sound this ominous? Remember, remember the 5th of December. Gunpowder, treason, and plots. no, that that sounds a lot more ominous. Okay, I try. So uh, <laughs> anyway, no, no, I'm uh, saying you sounded up? much more. Oh, nothing much. Just glad you're taking my cue of games after uh, after Saturday's rounds of pit storm. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It just kind of you know, I mean, this game we can use on any show. Uh, and and I thought this could be the Christmas bonus for everybody on on uh, all all the hosts. <laughs> so uh, and and I got a twofer for for Rain and Bob and Miles and Michelle because you know each one has ten mouth spreaders and two decks of cards. So there wow. you go. God damn it! That sounds so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just depends on what spreaders you, to what ends you use it anyway. for. Go ahead, Adam. <laughs> well, so 
I don't know. Since you're, you're not going to be on tomorrow, I don't know if you heard, but Netflix announced they're canceling Daredevil. That's kind of bonkers. Are they canceling all the shows? They're doing uh, canceling uh, Jessica Jones I, and yeah. and um, no, Jessica Jones has what's Jessica Jones has another season. What I think is going on is I think Netflix is retaliating against Disney for pulling their content off Netflix uh, because this season, yeah, this it could be Daredevil was very well received. It, it could be, or it could be that maybe there's something working going on behind the scenes where maybe Disney's going to try and take those shows over um, uh, for their streaming service too. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, so that's, I mean, you know, I, I'm not surprised, but like I said, it smacks to me of maybe maybe retaliation isn't the wrong word, but I think it's like, well, you know, if you guys are going to start competing, if, you know, if you guys are going to start a competing service, we're not going to host, we're not going to pay for these shows anymore. Or, it, it, yeah, you know, that, I don't, yeah, who knows, who knows, but um, you guys, I'm sure, will go into depth in it uh, tomorrow, and I'm sure this will be a topic we'll hit on uh, more in the future, but... Um, but what else is on your mind? Uh, what, what are you thinking about uh, Trump's no good, uh, no what 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 is it? no good, terrible, awful, shit eating week? Well, I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, he he is officially, you know, when he, you know that that White House turkey pardoning ceremony every year. Yes. And this year that there weren't there wasn't two turkeys on that on that stage, but three. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think you can stick a fork in Turkey number three. He's done. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Mueller is going. Mueller is going to nail his ass to the wall, and the Democrats have to take what he gives them. And I said it before: they need to cry work and let slip the chocobos of war. You know, another no mercy, thing. This yeah. guy is. This guy is an enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's you know he's. Buddies with Putin and Erdogan and uh, Dutte or whatever that schmuck's name is. Wait, Putin? Don't you mean Vladimir Trump? Did you yeah, miss that? Uh, it is hard to tell where one asshole ends and the other begins. Well, no, the Wall Street Journal had to issue a correction because they put Vladimir Trump as the president oh. of Russia. <laughs> so yes. And you know what? This is the this is the first uh, turkey pardoning. Um, this is a fact. I don't know if you guys know this, but in a very interesting historical fact about this, this most recent Turkey pardoning with, with Trump is, um, it's only the second because, you know, Trump's first was, was the first. It's the only, the second Turkey pardoning where, uh, it's been a lot easier to look what's on the Turkey's necks than what's on the president's. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I still like my there were three turkeys on the stage joke. I like that too. I like that, that too. Good. I'm just expounding. Yeah. You know, I'm just adding that some famous I'm just adding a little famous hot gravy to Now it. with our famous hot gravy. Yeah. So Did um, you all notice that the turkey gravy. tried to escape? <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't no, no, you? That was my stage with if you were sharing a stage with Trump, you'd try to escape too. I don't think I don't think it tried to escape. They really had to hold him down, and then Trump put his little hand above it, and I wasn't sure if Trump thought he was God or if it was a Nazi salute. Or you remember the you're rooting for the turkey. 
You know the last time I he put his tiny hand near turkey. you know what the the last time he put his hand near a, a bird's face. Oh, the eagle. Yeah. Yeah. So Eagle Eagles are ex eagles are excellent judges of character. Full known fact. Yes, well, yes, that's true. Yeah, well. Didn't Benjamin Fra- Franklin push for the the wild turkey to be the uh, yes. official bird? Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah because they are mean motherfuckers. Yes, and yeah, uh, wild turkeys really are mean. <laughs> yeah, I know. They attack my dogs. They're oh, oh, oh yeah. See, uh, is Shirley no. okay? Does he need a medic? <laughs> no, they'll. The dogs will win. Yeah, I think the turkeys that, are stupid if they attack who's, the dogs. Yeah, who, whose neck do you think? Uh, uh, you know, it's neck versus neck at that point because I got a feeling the turkey's not getting through Sharky's neck, but I got a real good hunch no. that Sharky's Sharky's mouth will uh, just like right through that. Don't forget, there's don't forget there's a reason that the rough collies have a rough. Yes, <laughs> because and and I will say, Joe. I will say, Joe, that I, until I mean, I've seen collies before because I've seen I've at least seen Lassie and reruns. But when I saw that picture of uh, one of yours using that horrible MacBook, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, didn't re- <laughs> I didn't realize just how aerodynamic of a breed collies oh, are. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. I mean, you they shave have... that fur, they could fly. <laughs> you know, you sweat some wings on them, shave off that fur, they could oh. fly. You just get some yeah. hairspray and, and form the hair into wings. Yeah, but yeah. you know why? You know why they have a ruff around their neck is because uh, that prevents a wolf from getting at their jugular. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ooh, I, I did not know that. That's why they have a ruff. So yeah, so God help the turkey that comes into this uh, into their enclosure as we call it but they yeah. do prance around like they tease them so is that basically like a free di- turkey dinner for you guys when it happens it or? would be yep <laughs> it would be a little gutsy mm-hmm. but yep sure sure you know it might be a little extra mess to clean up but uh yeah one thing the- a collie will do is defend its territory oh yeah not our cats <laughs> 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 By the way, by the way, Adam, stupid dogs chasing squirrels. Squirrel. That's good. By the way, Adam, I I did watch Atlantic Rim. Oh, that was painful, (laughs) wasn't it? Though. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I I started. We uh, we watched uh, Mac and Me, which was awesome. The the Uh MST three K, and I started watching Atlantic Rim, and I was just like, oh, god. Oh, it, it was torturous. Oh. What is Atlantic you know Rim? Actually, one of the Atlantic movies. Rim it's one the, of the movies in the new season of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. It's have you oh. heard of have you heard of Pacific Rim? Rain that movie mm-hmm. Pacific Rim with giant robots not and the monsters. Movie, not the movie. I've heard of the sex act, but okay, yeah. Well, we use a mouse. <laughs> really? but... No, 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 no. That's wait a minute. Pacific wait. Rim, that's Pacific Rim job. We use as a mouse spreader too. <laughs> um, but, um, wait a minute! I no, never—I don't know about Pacific. Wait a minute! All right, go actually, ahead. Actually, this this talk about mystery site, the the season mystery site theory gives me an idea. I think on this on uh, I said mystery. I might check radio. We should make our own gauntlets for a season of mystery science theater two thousand. Well, there you go. 
Yeah, that that could work. That part. Oh, the music. <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, the Pacific. <laughs> oh, hello. Wow. Well, anyway, but no, that that's a good idea. But no, <laughs> basically, Rain, uh, uh, Pacific Rim is a movie about giant robots versus giant monsters. Atlantic Rim is a movie that completely rips that off, but is like so low budget in with horrible actors horrible writers horrible oh. director um oh, it, I'm sorry, there's guys. an in, there's an interest there's like a cottage industry out there of um yeah, companies companies company companies will rip off like sci-fi and horror blockbusters sometimes even comedies but it, they'll, they'll take a, a very identifiable title and they'll try and trick people into believing that it's part of a franchise. Like, oh, they made a, a Pacific Rim, we'll make Atlantic Rim. Or, like, there's the, I think the, there, there was a movie done a few years ago after the one of the Chris Hemsworth Thor movies came out. And this company was like, oh, here's Thor, Vengeance from the Sky, or something like that. I don't know what it was fucking called. But so basically, Thor is public domain because it's, uh, you know, Norse god, Greek mythology. All mythological characters, for the most part, are public domain. That's why there's 8 million horrible Hercules movies. And so this this company decided to make a Thor movie. And so they put it in there and they get as close as they can to making the cover of this DVD uh, look look like, you know, the the text and the pictures and everything. Get as close as they can to try and make it look like that other movie that made millions and billions of dollars. And, you know, they put it in, you know, on Amazon or, or on Netflix, you know, what used to be in video stores, you know, and, and they try and dupe people into saying, oh, there's a new Thor movie. And people get it and they're like, oh, what is this hunk of steam and shit? You know? <laughs> I really need what to say that I heard in our cinematic <laughs> Yeah, but Ray, well, you need to see what? I, I just think that you should just not use the word rim in any movie title. I, well, you know. Well, if you saw this one, <laughs> you would know why they use the word rim. Okay. You would. You it's would. Terror. <laughs> yeah, you'd hit is, your head on the rim of the toilet bowl running so fast into puke. <laughs> you would. Hold on. Hold so. on. I do have a question for Rain. Rain. What? Uh, just like curiosity. Are you are you familiar with Mystery Science Theater at all? Do you understand what the, what this show is about? Yes. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that you, you know, you knew it was. They, they basically, what, you know, for those of you who don't know, she's smart. 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 So I, yeah, I've I've seen it. Okay, so I I'm, don't. I'm too, I don't, I've gone yeah. through Mac and Me and Atlantic mm-hmm. Rim, and I'm working on Lords of the Deep. All right, uh, we're going to okay, start Lords of the Deep. We Lords did of the Deep. Does Lords of the Deep touch on the Pacific Rim? Because that makes it sound Atlant- even dirtier. Atlantic Rim, but <laughs> okay, whatever rim. Actually, Lords of the Deep does does come after Atlantic Rim and show continuity. I I sure hope there's no penises involved in this. Don't say penis in this house. I See? I didn't say it. You did. I I did. I did. We can ask. We can ask Mr. Whitaker about his yeah. toilet bowls and but all right. Yes. We got to go to the break. We got to go to the break. Adam, have a great show tomorrow. Uh, please check out Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
And um, uh, it's going to be you, Miles, Michelle, and John tomorrow, correct? I think John is coming back, assuming he was able to get out of that foot of snow that uh, mm-hmm. got dumped on Drummond. That's right. And yeah, and I, of course, will be off tomorrow because uh, I'll be off tomorrow because uh, I'm smart. I'm yeah. smart? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because uh, it's the Dragon Boat fund- annual fundraiser, annual uh, holiday fundraiser, and we're Susan and I have put together several raffle baskets uh, for it, uh, one with uh, tickets for uh, the sights and sounds of Pink Floyd. Wish you were here at House of Blues. I wonder how I got those free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and also some freebie tickets to pass out to the, the everybody else. And we put together a lotto ticket basket, and um, Susan scored some free roller skating passes, four free roller skating passes. Um, oh, fun. So, uh, so we put together those three gift baskets to be raffled off. And um, we're uh, hoping to make some money for Dragon Boats. Keep it alive. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'll be doing that. And, of course, then everybody's off on uh, the 8th, on December 8th. On December 8th? Yeah. What is wrong with my voice? Oh, my God. I'm smart! So, <laughs> so I, mean, uh, I just decided we were going to take the 8th off because... I've got a Christmas party and Miles Michelle have a Christmas party, which means yeah. you and John will be alone. And I know that's never a good come. I'm joking, John. I'm joking. Oh man, if I, I had to do a sh- if I had to do with John on my own. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I just don't want to come home and find blood in my studio. Yes. You know, like a, like a rooster fight. True. True. You mean a cock fight? Uh, I so. was trying to avoid saying that. You what can say cock in the, you can say cock Does in that involve sense. penises? Ba, 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 so like a, it's a, like a lightsaber. It? It's like a lightsaber battle. Um, it's like a, a, a lightsaber. After a, I'm after so a excited! I slipped penis in there and nobody heard it. Oh wow, that's right! Winning! Hey, look at you! Oh yeah! Don't say penis in this house! All right, Adam, we gotta let you go. We're we're running over. We ran over. So, all my, right. Have a good night. My break runneth over, but no. Have a great night, good Adam. Night, Adam. Talk to you soon, brother. Have a good show. Good night. Bye. All right, bye bye. Hello. Uh, so all right, there we go. We got to go to the break right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that got all kinds of filthy. My God. Uh, so we're gonna go to the break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, uh, we got a little bit more audio, not necessarily related to everything we've been talking about tonight. Um, but there's something interesting happened when Trump canceled a Putin meeting. <laughs> it's so funny uh we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick it is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny no shit. Every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern at IndieMediaWeekly.com.
this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. From our family to yours, have a very happy holidays, and remember, in snowball fights, do not put rocks in your snowballs. That's an important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live on the Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And, uh, of course, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Rain, you there? No? Yes, I okay. actually am here. I said hello, hello, hello. Oh, okay. I realized I didn't unmute. And there you hello, go. hello, hello, hello. And uh, and I I apologize to everybody because apparently I'm going through the change right now. Time to change. Uh, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I'm, I've got you know, uh, but I'm still smart. I swear. I'm smart. Uh, and of course, Joe Santorso. Ken, if you're going through the change, is your yeah. hair growing like Ted Cruz's? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> no, but I will. I will so drink sorry. all the. I will drink all the beer at, at Nine Inch Nails. Um, oh, uh, and of course, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Thank you. We were electric. Yeah. And um, uh, do you want to you want to plug what's going on for the clown car uh, right now uh, this Sunday? Uh, Tim doesn't even know because oh. I was late getting it done. But this is a scoop. A scoop. We're going to be doing the night. The night before Christmas. Oh, parody. Um, with Bob Mueller as Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> uh, but he probably won't want Trump to sit on his lap. Oh, no, ew, no, ew, no ew. lap dances here. Baby. No, no. If, anything, if anything, Mueller's going to say, "Trump, go get a Pacific Rim." Oh. Uh, <laughs> Well, Whatever. you know, if Trump sits on your lap, the first thing you hear is, oh, God, and then your leg snaps. Actually, there's a little of that in the poem. But uh, <laughs> apologies to Clement Moore, you know, but uh, sure, sure. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Well, all right. And I, I want to say uh, right now, I, uh, I, we didn't mention this at all on the show, but on a serious note, uh, I hope everybody in Anchorage uh, is safe. It sucks. They had a a 7.0 magnitude earthquake there today. Yeah, there's some reports that it might have been 7.2. 
Um, wow. I have a friend who I know from Democratic Underground mm-hmm. who, who lives up there. And she has a nine-year-old daughter who was terrible. Like, when it came down, they were like, I don't want to die. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, Thanks it, for Well, Rain, you and I. Mentioning it. Yeah, you and I and, and Joe probably all, all remember the, the earthquake, the mild earthquake. You guys got it worse in D.C. rank because your things were shaking and falling <laughs> off your walls. Um, yes. But when it was so surreal, uh, you know, because I was at work in the same office I work in now, same exact place. I've been for 13 fucking years. Um, and I just... It, the building swayed the whole building swayed and and i never thought that would be possible because it's not like i'm in a skyscraper i'm just like on you know i'm like three stories up you know nothing major mm-hmm. but the 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 physical effect and i was listening to the tom hartman show at the time and of course i was good friends with jacob dean at the time and i heard um you know I, this the, i got this sensation it, and I didn't even realize the building was swaying. I just felt dizzy, and I felt like I, you know, my, um, you know, uh, I'm waving my hand back and forth like a moron, like you guys can see me. Uh, but I, I felt like my center of gravity, or or my, um, what do you call that? My that part of your brain that keeps you balanced. I don't know why I can't think of it right now. Um, equilibrium. Thank you, Susan. Um, my equilibrium was, uh, was unequal <laughs> at that time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it was just like, it, it was, it, it was, it was like this very surreal kind of like what's going on kind of thing. And, and then I'm listening to Tom Hartman. And of course there's like a 30 second to 60 second delay on the radio. Cause I'm listening on the computer too. And Tom Hartman, and that's when he was in D.C. still, said, we just had an earthquake. And once that happened, I went out of my office and I talked to everybody and I was like, did you guys feel something strange? And only like half the people realized what happened. Um, But yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, that was was fucking weird. So, yeah, um, it was. I mean, here it was. Yeah, it was really weird. You had things fall off the wall. I'll tell it again. I thought our our dog, Kizzy, who is now gone, I thought it was her tail whapping on the back of the couch. And then suddenly everything started shaking Mm -hmm. in the house and I stood up and equilibrium is a really good word because I felt just like, okay, I I don't have my wherewithal. And I held my hand to the couch and my other hand to the wall. And then it ended, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, it was almost like I, the sensation when you got when you stand up too fast, or like when you have the flu and and you don't realize that you're, you know, you're off because yeah. you've got like something in you know liquid in your ear or something, you know. Um, and it's not a sensation, you know. It's not a, a sensation that uh, I was deeply familiar with because you know yeah i mean you know i stand up too fast all the time but you know it, it wasn't no, like it was a, different yeah it was it was but it but it remind that once i thought back on it i had an ear infection when i was a little kid and it 
it's almost like you know when somebody you spin around in a chair real fast and then you you know stand up and try and walk that was almost like that kind of feeling yeah so but joe did you do you recall that were you um yes yeah august 2011 yes meow goodness is saying so it wasn't as it wasn't as uh, intense here yeah yeah so i can't even imagine i mean you know i i was listening to the reports today that you know Alaska and Anchorage, they're on the, um, the ring of fire. So they mm-hmm. they experience earthquakes a lot more regularly than we yeah. we normally acknowledge. Well, here's here's but what... Uh, pe- 7.0 yeah. is amazing. Yeah, so, so here's... Uh, Meow Goodness says, August 2011, my house shook too. Cat, my car shook. I was sitting in it during a break at work listening to Big Ed. Uh... And uh, uh, Moon Mare says, we went through a 6.5 at a place I used to work. It was rough. Everything on a shelf was on the floor and broken. Water tanks buckled. Uh, We shared space with a winery and all their wine broke on the floor. Get a straw and put some pantyhose (laughs) on. Get a straw and put pantyhose on the end of it so you don't suck up the glass bits. That's Um, a crime. And um, Jay Colley says, uh, I woke up to a 4.2 earthquake while visiting relatives near Ontario, uh, Ontario, CA, Ontario, California. Is there an Ontario? Well, I, 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 all right. Well, it just says Ontario. I see CA and I want to say California. Yeah, I think I remember that one. um, I didn't experience it, but I remember hearing about that one. But yeah, earthquake. I just. But uh, you know what? I know they happen, I'll say but... the one one good thing about this is thank God Sarah Palin's not your governor anymore, Alaska, because um, anybody is better than her because she was <laughs> she was Trump before Trump was Trump. Yes. So. Yes. The thriller from Wasilla. Oh my God! Grandma mm. Moose Knuckle. Okay, Jay Collie said it was California. California. So. Okay. So, um, uh, all right. Well, yeah, I'm glad. It sounds like the, the, it doesn't sound like anybody died. Well, we'll, we'll see. Incredible. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But, uh, I want to get to some more audio real quick. Um, and let me see. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We haven't even gotten to the, we haven't even gotten to the Kid Rock, Joy Behar stuff. Let's see if we can do a lightning round. Oh, he's a peach. Oh, he's a piece of shit. White trash asshole. (laughs) Garbage music. Steal from everybody else. Hey, here's my career. I'm going to steal from everybody else and do shitty kind of rappy, singy stuff. Asshole. (laughs) Fuck. So, do you like Kid Rock or what? Oh, yeah. I have everything he's ever done. (laughs) Um, and i burned it um uh no so i want to play uh as promised i want to play this this is uh from msnbc hallie jackson talking about uh you know because the um the big summit uh of course i can't remember uh the g g3 summit 20 g20 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 20 g3 17 more can um, <laughs> G, it's the G three plus seventeen. Yeah, there, there it we is. Go. Thank yeah, you. So uh, I'm sorry. I've had I've had uh, quite a bit of this uh, non-core's light tonight. 
Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Not that much. Uh, but Hallie, ja- Hallie, Hallie Jackson uh, talks about a, a meeting between a scheduled meeting between Trump and Putin has been canceled. And why was it canceled? Well, there's conflicting opinions. Looks like there's trouble in paradise, everybody. Sarah Sanders, remember, uh, President Putin and President Trump were supposed to talk. President Trump called off that formal meeting because he said of Ukrainian Uh, the, The incident that happened in the Black Sea, Russian aggression against Ukraine. This morning, Russia came out and blasted back and said, we think the reason for the cancellation is not Ukraine. We think it's because of the Michael Cohen story, the domestic issues that the president faces back home. Now, Sarah Sanders is telling us the Russian witch hunt hoax, in her words, which is hopefully now nearing an end, is doing very well. Unfortunately, she says it probably does undermine our relationship with Russia. She adds, though, the reason for our canceled meeting is Ukraine. Hopefully that will be resolved soon so that productive conversations can begin. So this is, again, an acknowledgement from the White House. They believe that the Mueller investigation, which, remember, has ensnared dozens of Russians, has now led to a guilty plea from the president's longtime former attorney, is undermining the president's relationship with Russia. As we take a look now at some of these live images coming in from the G20, Chris. Do you know, by the way, Hallie, why this statement was put out? Because there's really nothing in here. It doesn't seem like there's any reason to put out this statement, except there, maybe to say it does undermine our relationship. It has to do- was it in response to a question? Do you know? Well, the- Yeah, we had actually asked about it, and I'm sure other outlets did as well, Chris, because the spokesperson for the Russian foreign minister came out this morning and cast shade, cast doubt on President Trump's stated reason for canceling Ah. that meeting with President Putin. And the spokesperson said, we think it's because of domestic political issues back home and not because of what happened in the Black Sea. So this appears to be a response to that, since a lot of folks have been asking, hey, does, does Russia have a point here? Remember, the president only canceled that talk with Putin when he was on Air Force One. The incident, of course, happened over the weekend when Russia seized on, fired on three Ukrainian vessels. All right, Trojan Rabbit nailed it in the chat. Russia told Donnie that he better meet with his boss or else, or else, uh-huh. or borscht. Um, and, and, and this is this is the most fascinating thing to me about this whole thing, guys. Trump just the other day blamed the Obama administration for not doing enough to prevent the Russian invasion of of Ukraine and Crimea, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now they're like, "Oh well, because of that, I guess we shouldn't talk." Yeah. Wait a minute, motherfucker! You're the one that said the Obama administration didn't do enough, and now you're like, "Oh, we're gonna cancel our play date." <laughs> <laughs> you suck. You are the worst fucking liars on the face of the goddamn planet. Really? Oh, really? Jesus God. So, no. Yeah, I know why you're not meeting. Because of the fucking Russia investigation. You don't want to look like you're chumming around and palsy-wowsy. You know, and did you see that fucking high five and, like, secret, mur- you know... Oh, dear God, that, that, that dude little, bro the, the dude bro, butcher, murder, murder bro handshake that... Yes. Uh, uh, yes. uh, the 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 Saudi clown prince and uh, Vladimir Putin uh, did Who's together. That? that was uh, ABC. Uh, C- CBS or uh, CBS uh, MSB XTC. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, well, I just like calling the Saudi, Saudi clown. Arabia, right? Saudi clown prince is what I Saudi. like. Doing that, yeah. like, clap, smack. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah! Oh, my God. I love you so much. You started killing journalists, too. And and if, yeah. if, if somebody, Joe, can you put that video in the chat? Because you're quicker at this than me. But the that bit. video is amazing because somebody, I can't remember who it was, said, there are three killers in this picture. And so I saw the Saudi Arabia guy and Putin, mm-hmm. and then I was like, who's the third? And then suddenly Trump came in from the back. Yep. There you go. There you go. Here we come. Yeah. And <sighs> did you see Mnuchin? Like, fucking, he looked like he wa- he was going to lean in for a kiss with the clown prince. <laughs> no, I missed that. Oh, my God. He was like, I'm so glad I'm here with all you butcher murders. God. Yeah, this this whole idea when he floated, I'm not going to, maybe I won't meet with Putin. When I first heard that, I was like, yeah, you don't want to meet with Putin because you're a goddamn coward. Yeah. And I, I mean that sincerely. You're a oh, coward yeah. who won't call out. He won't. He won't call to task what Putin did with Ukraine and and those ships mm-hmm. because he's afraid of them. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah he is because he's oh, got no. a PP tape. <laughs> yes, the PP tape is literally like the least important thing at I this know. point. But you know, so he's like, maybe I won't meet with them. Uh, I, it, I, when he said to that Trump. to to the Washington Post, I felt like, oh, you're just backing out because you're afraid of Putin. And then he said, oh, I'm going to meet with him. And then on the plane, I'm not going to meet with him. And I, and seriously, it was when, when Russia came out and said, yeah, the reason why he's not meeting with us is because of Cohen. He's, he's really bad at this. Can I, president. Can I, can I throw, uh, this is something I meant to say earlier, but it's, it's related to what we're talking about now, but I, I want to throw this out there. Um, when, when Trump was saying, Oh, well, you know, I turned down this deal, you know, to build, you know, put a building up in Moscow because I was running for president. Yeah. All right. This is where my brain went is that he turned down the deal because after all of those meetings with him and his children and his advisors, you know, during the campaign, uh, you know, Polly Walnuts. You know, uh, 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 Carter Page, all of them. Cohen. Oh, Carter Page. So, oh yeah, where's Jokey Eyebrows? Where's good he been? T- good Where? times. Oh, he, this, he got a talk. He apparently he has a talk show on some like on that O and N or something now, or one of those one of those like dumbass uh, uh, right wing sites. But this is my thought. This is my thought. Is of course he turned it down. Because once they said, oh, wait, you're running for president? This is small potatoes putting up a building in Moscow. We can build an infrastructure between a corrupt United States government and a corrupt Russian government. And because Putin, you know, Putin was uh, a government employee of, you know, the, you know, he, he was. He's Kremlin. Once Kremlin, always Kremlin, like Adam Hebert always says. KGB. And he is the, or I'm sorry, KGB, thank you. Um, uh, 
And and the thing is that he's like a billionaire for no reason other than he became an elected official. Mm-hmm. So Trump, who says he's a billionaire, won't release his taxes. You know, so they're they're like, okay, why are we playing small ball here? Fuck this deal. Run for president. We'll try and help you get in. And once you're in, then that's real money. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. that's where my brain went with all this. And I'm sure a lot of other people have, have kind of thought about that, too. But, of course, that's why Trump would turn that, down the deal. Not because it was a yeah. conflict. It's because it was the bigger better deal that if they could close it together it would make it that gamble was worth it but the thing completely i completely agree with you on that the thing is is that trump and putin and everybody who's on the trump putin bandwagon forgot or didn't acknowledge is that we still have and even though it looks like you know, like those little cartoon characters with the band-aids over its eyes all beat up. Yeah. We're still we're still a nation of, of you know, laws. Oh yeah. We're still a nation that believes in the rule of law. Yes. Uh and and that's what um I think maybe there was some ambition there with Putin and his his you know, bloody cronies to think that maybe getting somebody like Trump in there that we could chip away rapidly more, you know, and Trump has tried, he has tried to chip away and, yes. you know, in, in, you know, degrade this country and turn it into something that is much more like Russia, but especially going after the press, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's a big yes. commonality right there. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's not working. It's backfiring and all he's doing is playing to his small base in his base in Russia. And I love this audio and we're going to, we're going to have to play this audio and then go to break. Uh, we're, we're, we'll save the, the joy Behar stuff until Tuesday because it's, it's kind of, uh, there might be updates on it. We'll see. Um, it's evergreen. Yeah. Um, it ever, it's, it's, you know, you know, it has a, a short shelf life, but you know, it should hold until Tuesday. But uh, Jeffrey Tubin said this in this his expression of, of you know uh, of his rational expression of where we are now really resonated with me and thank you Joe for sharing this um, but listen to what Jeffrey Tubin says because I've been feeling this in my gut for the last couple weeks. You know, today's the first day I actually thought Donald Trump might not finish his term in office. Really? I mean, I think this thing is enormous. And and the the whole week, uh, think about what the position is of Donald Trump and the Trump camp um, about all these things. You know, his position is for six months, Michael Cohn never discussed with him that that he was negotiating for a Moscow uh, Trump Tower. It's preposterous. I mean, it's just preposterous. Second, 
he says that uh, Roger Stone never discussed with him that he was uh, negotiating with WikiLeaks and talking about WikiLeaks, even though both Donald Trump and Roger Stone were obsessed with WikiLeaks. But they spoke repeatedly and never discussed it. Third, Don Jr. Mm -hmm. never discussed with his father the plans for the Trump Tower uh, meeting in June of 2016. And, And never discussed... The what he learned in the email, which was that Russia is supporting his father's election, which all of these are complementary to each other. And all of the stories that that Trump is telling about them are preposterous. And and and, you know, when you combine them all, the question becomes, when do Republicans start to turn on Trump? Because that's the only thing that's going to get Trump out of office. It's not going to be Democrats. And. It's certainly not now, but it, 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 there may be too. There may be a point where it's too much. Uh, uh, it's too much. <laughs> it was too much. Uh, yeah, I mean, for Republicans, who knows? Who knows? Because they are good at swallowing their souls. <laughs> they are. They. You know. I. I wonder what condiment they use to to chug down their. Uh, there are mortal souls. Uh, but Rain, I go just ahead. want to remind people. I know we have to go to break. I'm going to make this really quick. A couple right. of weeks ago, Rupert Murdoch walked into Mitch McConnell's office and had a meeting. We still don't know what that meeting was about, but I'm going to tell you this. If in the next couple of weeks we see Mitch McConnell start to kind of waver, we're going to know. We're going to know whether or not Trump is impeached or not. Well, yeah. you know, and I line, mean that in I, line in line with that, you know, range, somebody pointed out today, <clears throat> there's going to be a tipping point. And here's the tipping point for the Republicans. 2020, Mitch McConnell has to make a choice. Does he stick with Trump? Yep. Or does he defend the 20 some seats he has to defend? Yeah. And does yeah. he want to keep the Senate? Or does he want to stick with Trump? He's, it's going to be a binary choice at that point. Yeah. True, true. So, you know, you combine what, what Joe and I were just saying with what we just heard. And I'm telling you, I think that there are big things coming down the pike. There, uh, I, you know what? I, I, I'll give you both an amen for that because... Amen! I, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Do I have that? I thought maybe I had. Uh, no, seriously. Um, I can it, feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, yeah. This, uh, all I wanted was this. <laughs> So, <laughs> I love that drum. Yeah, that's all we needed. But I'm telling, I'm serious about this. Just watch mm-hmm. McConnell in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I mean, I really think the last the, the the last ten minutes of us talking, and you know, take out the tube and stuff and everything. But you know, what we what we've known about Trump's dealings with Russia. And, you know, just putting the pieces together, just think about it. It's like we have a, we have like a, a, a 200 piece puzzle 
and we're sitting mm-hmm. here with 125 of those pieces, but Muller has all 200. Oh yeah, and, his his puzzle is right there. Yeah, it's all right there. So, but what we have been able to see and just suss out as logical human beings who are concerned about our country and common decency, we've been able to see what's going on. You know, again. All right, yeah, you didn't build the building, but gee, why didn't you? Because you knew there was more money to be made for you and your your lover, uh, uh, your not so gentle lover, Putin. No, you know, Putin's the top, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I would say, I would say, Trump's, you know. Uh, I'm not going to get on that. can't get on top of anything he's, except he's, maybe, maybe a mattress. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Trump's his Atlantic Rim. Please. Trump's his Trump's Putin's Atlantic <laughs> Rim. Um. So anyway, but no, but yeah. So for from everything you guys just said, and and you know, I mean, this is it, and we've all been talking about this for so long, and finally, it's like you know. We're not crazy. No, we're there's not. there's so much more to it, and but the common sense angle of it is what started it all. And we're there. We were there, man. We were there. We're like those people who went to the original Woodstock, who were like, "Yeah, Woodstock '90, whatever. Fuck you." You know, <laughs> you know, we we were there, we were there, and, and we saw Hendrix, and we saw the Who, and we saw you know Richie Havens. You know, <laughs> it should be. I think it's important to remember that there. I heard except this, Woodstock heard this was from, fun. This has not been fun. Go ahead. No, this is not been fun. Except for the brown acid. Yeah, brown it's, acid. it's poorly manufactured. So. <laughs> Is he said it? I can't remember who said it. It was just, um, you know, there. Bush lost. How did it? How did it go? (laughs) Um, you know, Bush won. You know, even though the electoral vote, and there have been a number of presidents who kind of won and didn't get, you know, the the popular vote. Three million votes. He yeah. lost by three million votes. Yeah. At a certain yeah. point, yeah. this yeah. is all going to come out. Sure. He did not win this election. And you have to remember that, that you know, you know, like Kat says, well, he, she has more faith. Uh, far, we have far, far more faith. We, than, yeah, than we all. Than, yeah. But I don't. I don't have any faith in, no. in, in the Senate. What I what what I I have faith in have is faith human nature is human human nature. Yes. And I know that survival for those politicians is the ultimate thing. Yeah. And when I it mean, comes they, down they to gotta their make survival a or his right, when it's a binary choice, they're gonna choose their own asses. Yeah, over it's his. not it's not yes. for the greater good, it's for the no. party it's for the party good. It's not for America, it's yeah, for it's, Republicans. I mean, yeah. Seriously, guys, do you think that Rupert Murdoch walked into Mitch McConnell's office and said, Oh, well this is you know, this is so we can make sure the Senate GOP is gonna look like a good No. No. If no, the it, stuff I think Mueller's coming down with is 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 as bad as I think it's gonna be. Uh, they're going to have no choice. 
First uh, here's of all, the a- Democrats are going to have no choice other than to impeach him. And there's going yeah. to be more than 67 votes in the Senate yes. to remove him from office. Because, like I said, in 2020, A, it's a presidential year. B, they have t- over 20 seats to defend as opposed to, I think, single digits for the for the Dems this time. Yeah. Okay. And many of those seats are in in states that Clinton won. Mm-hmm. God, okay, what so is it's the show? The mirror image of what happened yeah. this year in the Senate. Yeah. Why, why does the no, show it's, like it's reach? Why does the show always reach? Why does the show? Why does the show always reek peak awesomeness? Like at ten minutes after when we should have gone on the, <laughs> the last break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I want to say one thing all before we go, and we're gonna and we'll test out this goofy game when we come back. But one important thing that plays into what everybody's saying here is that Rush Limbaugh the other day on his show, and I don't have audio for this because the it, it was an annoying thing, but it was it was important to what what's going on right now. Is Rush Limbaugh had some guy call in and just beat his ass verbally left and right uh, oh. on his program the other day because Only his Limbaugh had a specific rim because he did <laughs> it was his well Limbaugh Limbaugh has an Atlantic rim uh, because he's in Florida um, that's true but um, this guy called into his show the other day because uh, Limbaugh apparently said to his listeners. When you start confronting liberals, progressives, whatever, you know, dirty hippies, feminazis, whatever, don't say you're progressive. Say you're a problem solver. Yeah. In this or, or don't say you're conser- don't say don't say you're conservative. Say you're a problem solver. And this guy called into the show and he's like he's like, Hey, I'm smart. What do you say? I can handle things, I'm smart. <laughs> I'm like everybody says. Like dumb, I'm smart, and I want respect. Yeah, so this this guy, this Fredo guy, he sounded like Fredo. He called in and he just started going after Limbaugh for like eight solid minutes, saying you're wrong, and I listened to you for thirty years, and now I'm done. I'm done with you, Rush Limbaugh. You broke my heart. You tore out my heart. You stomped on it and you put it on a barbecue, and then you ate it like a fat, greasy pig, and. And you know, and he he went crazy. This guy went crazy on Rush Limbaugh. Oh, stop! Because because Rush Rush was that, saying that, that Rush Rush to, like the the Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to look him straight in the eye. I don't want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood. Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Pork chop sandwiches! Yeah. Uh, I can only Chevy Chase could go back that do it in Fredo. But anyway, but, but anyway, yeah, that would be great. But the thing is, this guy was so pissed off because Limbaugh said, we need to stop, we need to change people's minds. We need to stop telling them that we're conservatives. We need to sneak, we need to do it. And, and, and so what you guys are saying right now is, <laughs> It seems like Rush Limbaugh has already adopted this tactic that, you know, it's like, what do we want to do? Do we want to save Republicanism? 
Or do we want to save this president? And that's what Limbaugh was doing. Do we want to save the, you know, the, the party or, 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 you know, the idea of conservatism? Or do we want to just save our own asses politically? You know, we need to not be so abrasive, not so maybe racist, homophobic, sexist, transphobic, yeah, you know, Islamophobic. That's not work. You know, Mm-mm. it's like we got your no. number, you dumb motherfuckers. Mm-mm. It's zero. Yeah, you lose. From, you get nothing. Somebody like Limbaugh, that's not going to work. No, and his listeners. They reacted because they're like, you know, I don't like change. Why are you talking about change, Rush? It's been the same. Let me be a racist. Uh, And and the caller was really hilarious because he's like, you let me come do your show for two weeks. And then then you can come and I'll cook you that chicken parmesan dinner I promised you three years ago the last time I called you. And Limbaugh's like, what is this about chicken parmesan, my friend? (laughs) (laughs) I, I, we're, we're so over. We're not even going to get a chance to do this goofy game. <laughs> we're not over. Yeah, but this, this show is almost well, over. Well, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying, because we got to do a song and everything. All right. We're, we, this, fuck we, it. We're on a roll. We're on I'll a roll. I'll get, yeah, I know. We're on a roll. Uh, just like butter. Just like butter, my friend. And I love butter. Oh. <laughs> But right. you know, the, at, okay. the end of, at the end, the, the 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 piece de la resistance at the end of the phone call with that guy in Rush Limbaugh was, you know, after he offered to cook him a, a par- chicken parmesan dinner with his wife. He really did that? Yeah, really, uh, I'm gonna have to get this audio for next week. Um, uh, but but then then the guy uh, at the uh, you know he said uh, he said all right I'll kick you that uh, I'll cook you that chicken palm dinner after you let me take over your radio show for two weeks and then you know Lim- Limbaugh is like okay sure thing my friend hangs up and he's like I don't even like chicken parmesan bullshit oh, you fat fucker bullshit you fat fucker <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If he could chew it, he likes it. It's a dead animal with cheese. You love it, you piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Our stride now (laughs) totally went off the rails. Totally went off the rails. Oh All right, God. we're gonna take. Oh, yeah. We got to take a break. Um, we're we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen to. Uh, Please don't use the Lord's name in vain on Christmas by my old band Lionel Jefferson Airplane. I played bass. I wrote the music for this song, uh, and um, and the guy, other guys in the bands uh, were uh, complete assholes who I don't speak to anymore. Uh, but this song is pretty good, and it's a holiday. No. Uh-huh. No chance for a get together. Oh no, reunion! No, no, <laughs> a they reunion were, tour. No, they've already done reunions together, and I was like, they're like, you want to do it? I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, because I'm a street thug, everybody. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick, a smooth talking jive talking street thug. Kennypick.com. about Christmas and we wanted to see what Santa brought us. We sneaked down the stairs 
I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Wow. 
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, we we might go a couple minutes over because we're going to play this ridiculous game real quick. But no, seriously, I'm going to get you that Rush Limbaugh audio first for Tuesday. Okay. So, I mean, it was so ridiculous. It was. It was like the guy was like Fredo. The, he was like Fredo. Alfredo, I think. Or no, no. uh Chicken Parmesan Chicken Fredo. Parmesan Fredo. Yeah. That's yes. Smart. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're uh, I'll run. I, I can't believe that that's where the right wing radio is. We're discussing. Yeah. Chicken Parmesan. Well, no, it, but it, it it really tied into what we were saying though. What, what you guys were yes. saying is like, you know, the the there is there to save themselves. They have to do one or two things. Keep losing seats or distance themselves from Trump and potentially, you know, mm. get him impeached or whatever. So, mm. but, you know, and, and I think that's Limbaugh was tapping into that by saying, don't call yourself a conservative, you know. So, uh, but it, it'll we be good. We still know what you are, <clears throat> though. Oh, yeah. We're not, we're, we're not oh, dumb. Uh, we're, we, you know, we're smart. We're smart. <laughs> and that's what our position is that, that's what he said I, I, that's what i said that's obviously what the, the our position is oh all right are you guys ready for this ridiculous game okay yes okay so i haven't it can't be any, be any more ridiculous than what we just no, no. talked about so what i what i have is i have an egg <laughs> it, it, the game comes with an egg timer <clears throat> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to flip the egg timer every time I read a card. So uh, when okay. I, I'm going to put the thing in, and then whoever can guess <laughs> what I'm saying. And by the way, these are like nonsense. Uh, a lot of these the cards have nonsense uh, sentences on them. So it's going to be whether or not you can understand the words I'm saying. And I'll try and give hints if if you know if you get a certain word or whatever. We'll just uh, let, let's here. Let's do a trial trial run, and I'll just say. Uh, uh, and I have some paper towels ready because this thing makes you slobber. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a, a, a test run and say a couple like names of of uh, people. So let me put this. Here we go. Putting it in. All right. So I said Donald Trump. What, what am I saying? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. There you go. You got it. Okay. So uh, okay. here's uh, let's see, Rush 
Limbaugh. <laughs> well, that was easy. Yeah. So, uh, but I had to say Linda because I can't say the other letter that is like, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I can't I can't say that letter because I can't uh, lips together. All right. Said again. Said so, again. Said again. <laughs> uh, you can't say these. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> All right, so, uh, all right, here's the first card. I'm going to read her. I'm going to flip the egg tire. And it is, I really know that his name Lara. I really know that his name Lara. <laughs> Any guesses? <laughs> I really, I really know that is named Lara. <laughs> Any, do you have a guess? I really Mammoth is named Harra. Can you get My any of those words? Mammoth is, mean ja, is named Jaja. No, no, no. You, you got it all except her. Harra. Oh, Joe, your life's name. Harra. Oh, my woolly mammoth is named Barbara. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> you you got to hear the tire right now. <laughs> okay. So, okay, uh, we're out to a good start here, Hooks. Okay. <laughs> See, I can't say Hooks. I, I guess I Hooks. <laughs> All right, so we're going to reset the tire. See what you guys think of this. A cock of fizzy Pepsi. <laughs> a cock of fizzy Pepsi. Any guesses? Rain. A cock. A fizzy Pepsi. Are you? Are you? A cup of fizzy Pepsi. Yes, that's right. So you got it. Okay. Is Rain there? Is Rain here? Is she? Is she? Rain is here, and Rain. It doesn't even matter if I was here. Oh God. Okay. Here, uh, lay high on it. Uh, Yeah, what is it? A cup of fizzy Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah. Joe's good at this. So yeah. I have uh, a family that talks like this. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, th- this one's gonna be tough. Arithmetic making you harsh. Arithmetic making you harsh. Breathments make me fart. Close. Uh, everything at the last oh, word. Come on, man. Arithmetic making you harsh. Rethmans make Rethmans me make me barf. Yes. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> All right. Uh, oh, here I go. Uh, over the shoulder, holder, holder. <laughs> over the shoulder, boulder, holder. There you go. Your rain's in it. Uh, so yeah, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> uh, here I go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eric Adair Holmes. <laughs> Abracadabra Holmes? Yes. <laughs> yes? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. It, it doesn't matter because these things are, are crazy. Uh, it doesn't matter because. Oh, uh, uh, here we go. I, no, that one's too easy. I love lamp. I love, I love lamp. lamp. Yeah, there you go. I gotta, I gotta do a drill. Light. Hold on. <laughs> oh my you god, it's so disgusting. The has. You know those suction things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, they put in your mouth when they're 
doing your teeth? Yeah, breath mints. Me, Jake Holly, Jake, Jake Holly, guess breath mints make me hard. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, let me let me see if I can find some a couple more more difficult ones here. Uh, all right, go back again. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so here we go. Uh, uh, all day Wilson. Oh, name Wilson. <laughs> a ball named Wilson. Yes. Really? <laughs> Jesus, Joe. Uh, How oh. many drunk people do you hang out with? No, I, there were a lot of stroke victims in my family. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, here's a here's a a Odin's card. <laughs> Hold on. The, the actual the uh. uh I'm sorry. Uh, this is a bonus card. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so here we go. I'm going to read the bonus card here. Uh, or try to say it, the bonus card. So the fire has a hooping hollow. <laughs> the fire has a hooping hollow. Farmer has a hoot nanny. What? The fire has a hooping hollow. <laughs> The plumber has, the plumber has yes, a uh, hooping plunger, a a hooping shower. The plumber, the plumber has a hooping shower. The plumber like a turd. Hooping. One more time. The fire has please. a hooping shower. <laughs> Comes out has of a heated shower. No, shower? no, no. Goes in the toilet. A hooping shower. <laughs> it's a difficulty that goes in the toilet. A hooping shower. Comes out of your head. A shitting problem? Cause a hooping shower. <laughs> pooping. A pooping. Pooping. Yes. So the... So the plumber has a hooping problem. The plumber has uh, a pooping problem. Yes, there you go, Ryan. All right, all right. Jeez. <laughs> that was like that was like that was like pulling teeth only in the other end. Oh yeah, and, and those aren't teeth. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're done. I'm gonna I'm gonna clean up my my face and this um, little, <laughs> yeah. little thing. I'm telling you, it should so. come with one of those things that the dentist has, you know, little holes. Yeah, it's slurring. Yeah, it's slurring. This game so. kind of reminds me of Little little Shop of Horrors. Uh, to be a dentist. Or should I say a Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, you you could. So, uh, but here we go. Let, let me. I'll play that for you. Someday, I'd like to be a, a dentist. Long one. Anyway. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm really glad you played that clip because if we got the visual of that clip, that was Herbie mm-hmm. and his boss, who looks like Sebastian Gorka, <laughs> and Herbie. Yeah, you're right. Looks like Jeff Sessions. Oh, right. hey, did you guys want me to read a card? <laughs> no. Yes. We want you to go away. You don't want me to read a card with this little thing in my mouth? <laughs> Jeez. Jeff, 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 did you I hang can... out with... 
I can try. Jeff, did you hang out with Spash and Gorka? Um, well, yeah, we did, uh, he carried me around in his pocket for a while. See, Pac, that was fun. Okay, <laughs> just asking. I love, I love Sea Pac. That was a great time. There was lots of racists there. Did you know that? I kind of knew that, Jeff. I did yeah, well. know. I didn't know there was a place for people like me, like Sea Pac. Oh, well, it was a beautiful sight. So white, wall to wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's like those vanilla cookies you make. All right, Jeff, beat it, you little piece of shit. Oh, you dirty hippie, how dare you? <laughs> see, you see you, Jeff. I see have you, Jeff. snorted way too much tonight. <laughs> between Ken's drooling and our, our snorting, it's a lot of... A lot of you phlegm know, in the air. You all should go figure out what the hell you want to do, but I know what I'm doing. I'm heading out of the cat litter box. Find me a cookie. Well, you, you, well, Jeff, enjoy those late night snacks. There yeah. you go. There you go. All right, let's go ahead and wrap things up. So, I don't know. That was kind of fun, right? Should we get, should, do you guys, if I bought you all one of these, could we, could we all play together? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm in. All right. I'm all right. sure. sure. So I can do that, and that way one person wouldn't have to have that fucking stretcher in their <laughs> mouth for <laughs> five, ten cards. Whatever. But I, I am going to go to my so. dentist and see if he'll sell me one of those uh, suction things. Oh, oh there you go. Well, well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Much better. So, uh, all right, well, uh, let's go ahead. Uh, parting shots. Uh, Joe, what do you got on the way out of the program? Oh, just uh, uh, um, we had the Scranton tree lighting this week, so uh, oh, yeah? I missed that. Yes, right. And, and I the, have an idea what those uh, what lights uh, had fuel in them. They're electric. Yes. They were electric. And, by the way, the... Uh, the uh, um, uh, the Carnegie Deli is open for a week in New York if you're going to be there. Ooh, and yeah, only for a week, and it's uh, it's uh, to promote the the uh, second season of uh, the marvelous Miss Mrs. Maisel. And if you haven't watched the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you are missing a great show on Netflix. I love that show. It was a great show. And if you have watched it, you're white. Still is. <laughs> you're white and you're Jewish. You're either Jewish or Italian. <laughs> I, uh, I'm I'm, a, I'm aping a joke I heard the other day uh, from somebody. Uh, it is on a, a great, on a comedy it is special. A great, it is a no, great, Su- Su- Susan loves it. Susan loves it. It's very Jewish and it's very great. Yeah, but uh, Carnegie Deli we got oh, the rabbi. The sets. Yes, we got the rabbi. The the but, sets, uh, uh, like the apartment and and stuff on there. The sets are amazing. The the, the costuming, the the music, everything is mm-hmm. just great. And the guy that plays, uh, 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 Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce looks just like Lenny Bruce. He does. He really does. He looks just like him. So it's a great show. Anyway, Carnegie Deli, one week. Get a hot pastrami. I'm going down to Abe's this weekend in Scranton. Uh, Abe's Delicatessen, where I spent my high school years, 
to get myself a hot pastrami in honor of the Carnegie Deli. Thank you. And Cat, uh, I don't even know. Cat reminds us that it's on Prime and not Netflix. So there. whatever. Yeah. It's on one of those streaming things. One of those. Just yeah. look at Here's your Google. Look at with your Comcast, Google's. With look Comcast, your- we have this remote. You push the speed yeah. button and you say "Marvelous Mrs. Maisel," and it just takes you there. Yeah. Oh. And if you can't, if you don't have that, do go do a Google church. Go do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet tonight. By the Al, way, Al Baltimore. Speaking of Comcast, they are offering Netflix and and Prime on their cable network now. So there it is. all I got to do is talk into that thing and say "Marvelous Mrs. Maisel," and that's all I have to do. Excellent. Oh. Very good. All right, Rain. What's your parting shot? I don't have much to part. I love the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, Miss Marple. Yeah, I don't. Don't whatever. She's she's a very <laughs> funny I'm Jewish kidding. lady. I'm kidding. Hey, Tony Shalhoub, by the way. She's a, mixing, a very mi- yes, yes. That's her father, right? Yes, he's so good. Yeah. Twenty-three skidoo. No. What? No, I, I so I got nothing. I got nothing. I just, just can we just get this shit done with? Can we get Trump out of office? It's coming. I, I I'm really happy with what Cohen did. Yes. I believe more in him than I do Manafort. Yeah. And um, I really hope that uh, Donald Trump decides to say I'd like to stay in Argentina with the rest of the Nazis. Yeah. And they well, cry hard down there either. So I'm going to do an eye harding shot. <laughs> I'm going to do an eye harding shot with my mouth taste in it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so at least I got all the other high hergas here on any wiggly. Any wiggly. And Eric has a great weekend. Uh, at least say, treat each other well. And I don't know. Um, I love the blah. blah. Yeah. Yeah, everybody have a great weekend. Don't be a Trump cultist, and if you know a Trump cultist, try and sedate them and uh, put them in a put them in a a, a, a kennel for re-education. Uh, <laughs> Putin's knocked. Uh, yes, uh, Putin knocked. <laughs> no, Putin knocked. I was doing I the German thing. Putin knocked up Nazis. Trump. Anyway. Oh my God! Breaking news: <laughs> Putin knocked up Trump. Oh my God! At the G G three plus seventeen something three plus seventeen. <laughs> Which, by the way, is streaming on Netflix. Except oh, it's on Prime. Nice. <laughs> God. There you go. Uh, yeah. I'm oh. smart. I'm smart. <laughs> I know. All right, everybody, have a great night. Check out Mike Check Radio tomorrow. I'll be off, but they're going to have a great show tomorrow, and of course, all the other uh, wacky, fine programs we have here. See you in the funny papers, folks. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood...
sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? I don't have any deals with Russia.